Now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app. Available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. She is here. Uh, good morning, Gimpy. <laughs> good morning. My fault. Uh, we got Mega Ride Passes for the Tulsa State Fair, September 26th uh, through October 6th. It's very soon. Listen to emails to tell the truth. And just a few more days of the BMMS birthday bang when a case of Bang birthday cake energy drink. All you got to do is go to our Facebook page, look for the post, and uh, we'll pick someone every day to win a free case of Bang birthday cake energy drink. <laughs> there are so many times that I feel like this isn't a normal job. I think I've alluded to it before. You know, like, ah, we don't deliver bad news. Yeah. Never. Yeah. If I deliver bad news, it's because you did something like didn't win the game. <laughs> Sorry, you're such a loser. And a lot of off-air things that happen are make it not like a normal job. And when 
uh, even like I don't I think we've talked about it before so I don't think I'm throwing Gimpy under the bus but like <laughs> Gimpy will yell profanities at other employees as a form of greetings and salutations absolutely vulgar stuff yes very yeah. unprofessional <laughs> yeah and I'm not eluding I'm professional I'm just saying that I'm trying to just put some context to that. Mm-hmm. When we have meetings, it's not uncommon for the F-bomb to be thrown around <laughs> like with a corporate office not even 20 feet from our door. Or sometimes uh, children running around. Uh, so just not, not a, which is not a normal business environment. And to elude that, and I don't want to give too much uh, information away, <laughs> Right as we go on air, Gimpy tells me someone we mutually know's mother died. <laughs> I mean, I hate to laugh at it like that. You're not but laughing at that. Right, You're laughing right, at, right. at the situation. I wasn't trying to, you know, throw bad news on you like right before. I mean, I, I just, just for clarification, <laughs> then what were you doing? It, uh, well, the thing is, it's like you it's, didn't. You could have been like, hey. <laughs> right. Well, I thought about coming in there, but you looked like you were busy, like in it at your computer. And I'm like, well, I don't want to go in there. You messaged him and said someone you know died. Uh, on yeah. our, we have a we have an internal messaging system that we yeah. communicate a lot with, but 90 percent of the time it shows stuff. <laughs> I'm this sorry, 99 percent of the time it shows stuff. Yeah, not this time. But I mean, I figured you know you you know this person really, yeah, really, really known well. A long time, a long time. And I I didn't know if you knew. And it's just some information that I came across, and I was like, ooh, I, he should probably know this. Yeah, thank you. The the most of that information sometimes is divulged via social media, mm-hmm. and I don't have a personal social media page to kind of follow that stuff. So I imagine that's probably where it got uh, put out there. That's exactly how I found out. And I look at it and I said, oh, f. Yeah, it. and then that's when I messaged you. Well, actually, I debated whether I was going to walk in there and tell you, but then I just messaged. Okay, you. just for future <laughs> reference, and I would hope that you would come in and tell me a okay. mutual acquaintance, okay. uh, acquaintance of ours's <laughs> mother has died. Yeah, and then you can then it's that awkward, uncomfortable moment. Like, anyway, have a good show. Yeah, <laughs> talk to you in a little bit. Rather than like, I always check the screener before we go, like before I turn on the microphone, and I look, and I'm like, oh, okay, great. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's weird how as I'm getting older and I see that, like, hey, so-and-so died. Mm-hmm. Um, younger me, I don't want to say I didn't care, but it didn't, like, affect me. You didn't care as, as much. much. But now, like, every time I see, like, that phrase or I hear about somebody, it it's like a, it's just a reminder mm-hmm. that my dad's gone. Mm-hmm. Because you know that feeling that person's suffering through. So I think it. No, no, I disagree. It's different for everybody. You've got a basic roundabout about how they're feeling right now. You know what they're going through. You know how you felt when you got that news. You know how you felt when when you held the hand of your dad for the last yeah. time. Or, you know, in my case, it was my ma. And my dad, but basically, you don't know exactly what they're going through, but you right. can relate for sure. Everybody's devastation is a different type of Fight Club, for sure. Because we don't talk about Fight Club, right? And and I, so you're right. I do know what the feeling of sadness is, mm-hmm. but the person that I, the people that I know that this is affecting, they're devastated. Oh, for sure, man. For sure, person played a giant. It was. I saw yesterday on someone's post that mothers in most communities are the backbones. 
That's fair to say. Yeah. That's fair. And so when you, it just is a, it just sucks. And when I see it, it reminds me of so many things. Pretty much every, and I think I've told, maybe I've told both of you this, is that when, for me, when someone dies, it reminds me of all the people that I miss. Right. It's an, and, and I guess probably the thought process should be that when that happens, I should be grateful that that's a moment for me to remember those people and all those great memories. Yeah, but that, that's we go on with happens. our day. We mm-hmm. go on with our day. I know, but that's, you got to train your mind when you're ready to be, do it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's hard though, man. Yeah. It's hard not to instantly go back to, you, you, you start off with the, man, all these great times that we had, we did this, we did that, you know, memory, memory, memory. But then the reality of it hits in, whether you like it or not. And it's like, goddamn, they gone. They gone and we ain't never going to see them again. Yes, or they're at the forefront. You know, they have the, they have the front row of your life. What do you mean? Well, they're, they're with you every day. Okay. Watching. Okay. Right? They're, they have a front row seat to your life, not a thousand miles away. True. Not, not in another neighborhood, right? Not, mm-hmm. not across town. Mm-hmm. Front row to experience everything in your life. Everything. They're with you. Yeah. If you believe that. Everything. <laughs> well, that was weird to take it there. <laughs> but, you know, to each his own, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, that, that's not what I want to talk about. I'm going to shift away from that. Um, there's a thing on the internet that is probably the most grotesque thing I've seen food-wise, ever on the internet. You've probably scrolled through, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or something, they show you cook somebody making something, Mm -hmm. and they show, like, the bowl and the the hot plate, and they're mixing and da-da-da, and do the thing. Well, there's one that is, like, taken off in the last, like, 48 hours. Mm -hmm. And it is a um, pizza quesadilla. Pizza dia? Yeah, I'm sending you the link right now so you guys can see it. Mazios do something like that a while ago. No, 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 no. This is completely different. So in the video, it shows them mixing spices together, mm-hmm. brown sugar, chili powder, then garlic, all that stuff, right? And then marinating chicken breasts. And then they cook the chicken breasts, and then they shred the chicken breasts, right? Mm-hmm. They take a, I forget the name of the type of pan. It's where the, the sides come off, yeah. a circular pan. And they then put that ch- the, a quesadilla down and then put... Oh, I'm sorry. When the chicken comes out, they do barbecue sauce and onions and and uh, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Makes it looks ridiculously delicious. good. They eat it just like that. Just like that. Give me a fork. <laughs> and then they do the quesadilla, and then they put the chicken on top of it, and then another has some cheese, and then another quesadilla, uh, tortilla, tortilla, right? Mm-hmm. And then more, and then more chicken. Anyway, so they keep doing that until then they bake in the oven, and then they, when it comes out, they make a pizza on top of it. Okay, so that's not the pizza? No. Get the F out of here. No, that's what I'm saying. That like this is the there's no way you would ever make this. Do you see how much work that is? Right? If it came in a box and all I had to do was preheat the oven, done. <laughs> right? Like a lasagna <laughs> right, style. Right. <laughs> two hours at three fifty and you're good. That looks It looks delicious, it looks right? Tasty, yeah, but too, too much work. And how do you not get the how does that the chicken not come out the side there? You know what I mean? Like it's, smashed it's all, down. All held in by the cheese. Negative. <laughs> and you know how greasy that would be? Oh, I forgot this part. Oh, yeah. What, what are they, they doing here? They, they bread it and roll it in breadcrumbs and then fry it. <gasps> and then and then they make the pizza. That is... It's too much. That's way too complicated. Do you that's realize too crazy. how busy you'll be in the bathroom? <laughs> right. Three hours of torture for, you know, 20 minutes of bliss. 
Yeah, pe- that. people are like going crazy that they want to make this, and I it does not. It looks like someone would buy at the fair. That's true. Totally, yes, that's totally dramatic, over the top food that you just want to buy to try once. Yeah, I'm not. Pepperoni's not even done. Time. No. Yeah, pe- but people are going crazy for it. It's a barbecue quesadilla deep fried pizza. Uh, and I would think everything would be so overcooked by that point. Right. That it would not be delicious. Right. You would think that. But because of all that greasy awesomeness that it was fried in. Oh, yeah. That's what right, keeps it Right, because everything locked. tastes better fried, so it actually doesn't <laughs> yeah, matter. But only right. part of it's fried. <laughs> the outer crust. The inside kind of is. It, there's a show I watch on Amazon called um, uh, Really Dough. Mm-hmm. Really? D-O-U-G-H. Really Dough. Mm-hmm. And it's a guy and a famous pizzeria guy from New York, alleged famous pizzeria guy from New York that they try different types of pizza and decide, is it really pizza dough? Okay. Is it really a pizza? And the guy, the purist is like, no, bread, cheese, sauce. That's, that's it. That's pizza. Cooks at a normal temperature, a predetermined temperature. Mm-hmm. That's pizza. Mm-hmm. Anything that isn't that is not pizza. And he would argue this is not pizza. Though it has a crust, True. though it has sauce, though it has cheese, that is not a pizza at all. Yeah, I don't the, think that's a pizza. No, it, first of all, it's made from tortillas. Mm-hmm. Right. Second, it's got chink chicken in the crust, which I hear you on top of it. You're like, well, that doesn't sound that bad. Okay, but it's that doesn't make it's more of a quesadilla than it is a chicken right. or a pizza. Right. It's a quesadilla topped with mozzarella and pepperoni and sauce. Yeah, that's it. But and they make some. They do some crazy. He does a sushi pizza, what? and he's like, no, this is not. This isn't even close to pizza. No. He's like, yeah, it's got a crust. This, the rice. No, no. no it has to be dough. Hence the name, really dough. Yeah. It, it is a uh, awesome show. It's on Amazon Prime, and I think it's on YouTube as well. It's a Thrillist product, if you know what that is. And anyway, so that's that's not pizza. But people are going crazy for this. They're like, I can't wait to have it. Can't wait to try it. I've tried some things that you find on the internet like this mm-hmm. and make them like I... Uh, what it is is you take like your regular muffin pan, right, and a can of biscuits, okay? So you take your can of biscuits and you kind of lay them out kind of like a pie crust, okay, in the... Like smush it down and yeah, stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you crack an egg on top of that, okay. right? Okay, and then sprinkle some bacon bits. You know, you've already fried up your bacon. You sprinkle that on there and a little bit of cheese and you throw that in the oven for uh, like 30, 45 minutes or something like that. And it makes this delicious breakfast-like muffin sort of thing with the biscuits and the egg and the cheese and the bacon. Allegedly. Allegedly. I made it, and uh, I mean, it turned out all right. I, I mean, it didn't look anything like it did on the internet, but not does anything really ever. But it was well, good. Not just the internet. Mm-hmm. Any restaurant you go into. Oh, yeah. They, like, spray with hairspray or whatever to give it that glossy sheen. Right. Like, you get it, and you're like, this is smushed. It's not shiny at all. Right. Or it's not the product you think it is. Yeah. It's not bacon. It's not ketchup. It's not a hamburger bun. Right. It's something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all those like tasty videos, like the brand tasty that's like, oh, you can make this in one pot. Like, I will save those like, oh, I'm going to make this one day because it's going to be delicious. <laughs> I've never <laughs> once gone through with making it like on halfway and been like, well, this is good enough. I have an ingredient <laughs> rule where if it has over so many ingredients, I won't make it. Why is that? Is it it's just, like, too, just much. too much? Okay. It's just, uh, I'm not a chef. <laughs> I don't have time for all that. It's got to have like. Anything more than 10, we're wasting our time. 
Oh, I could agree there. Because I'm going to have to go buy something. Like, I'm not going to have that. Sp- I got to buy that one spice I'll use once. We made those um, for lunch the other day. We made those uh, where you take the whole, the buns and then the ham and the cheese and then the butter and stuff and then oh, put right, it in the oven. Oh, right, that you slice the, yeah. the, the buns in half. Yes. Those look, another recipe that I saved that I never made. Yeah, well, it's super easy, right? But you have to have poppy seeds. I'm not buying poppy seeds. It's the only thing I would ever use poppy seeds for. Right? Well, you never know. You can make some muffins later on no, in life. I'm pretty good that I'm not going to do anything else with poppy seeds because I'm not really sure they have flavor anyway. Right, it's purely right. Di- anyway, mm-hmm. the point is I'm not spending $4 for poppy seeds that I'm going to use once. I get it. I so get how it. did those turn out, though? They were fine. They were, they were, I'm sure they were just as good. The poppy seeds. I mean, I guess I'll never know because I didn't put poppy seeds. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the point I'm making <laughs> is that it's got to have a, anything more than 10 ingredients. Like, this is too much. That's too many steps, too many ingredients. I, you know how many times I'd have to pause and rewatch this video? Right. To make it? Get out of here with that. <laughs> simple, simple, simple. Yeah, that looks like a pain in the ass. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a delicious. Not worth it's it. It's a delicious pain in the ass. It's, it's like, you know, you know, bookmarking or a video of a trip to, like, Fiji. Uh-huh. You're like, yeah, I'm going to go to Fiji one day. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> I'm not flying 24 hours somewhere. To stay for four to days. To stay right. I'm literally going to be in the airport and traveling. If I have to fly somewhere, stay the night, then get up and get on a plane again, that, <laughs> what am I doing? That, Could be in Mexico. That, it's, <laughs> right? Yeah. Same thing. It sounds, it's, it's just. a beach with a drink. Also, I can have my own little hut on the water mm-hmm. and see like some fish that they put there. <laughs> right. You don't see the guy behind the hut. Go fishy, fishy. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It sounds cool. It looks cool. But Mm -hmm. then you get there and you're like, yeah, this tastes like Coca-Cola. I'm having Coca-Cola that I've had in other parts of the world. Right. That's the fun thing is like Coke, all that stuff tastes the same no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. I will say chocolate tastes different. Okay, that's fair. And wine tastes different. Different regions, you know. Okay, I get that. Well, America, they got to put stuff in the wine to make it shelf, give it shelf life. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't have to do that in other parts of the world. They just give it to you fresh. Yeah. yeah. It's like juice. We just squish this with our feet. Bon appetit. <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't care. Squish with your feet. I don't give an F. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got tickets to tell State Fair. Listen to your emails. And to tell the truth, we'll do news quickies when we return. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories that you may have missed in the news, and then we cover them here. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Doctors removed venomous spider from woman's ear. Oh, so Susie gosh. Torres, she woke up on Tuesday morning and she noticed that something was wrong. She felt like discomfort in her ear. And she said that she was hearing a bunch of swooshing and water in her left ear. She said it was like when you went swimming and you have all that water still stuck in your ears, what it felt like. So she went to the doctor and the um, at the doctor's office, a medical assistant looked in her ear and she ran out of the room and was like, I got to go get more people. 
came back, looked in her ear again, and was like, I think there's an insect in there. So then they told her that it was a spider in her ear. Then doctors were able to get that spider out, and it turned out to be a brown recluse spider. Wow. Nope. Luckily, it didn't bite her because, obviously, those are very poisonous spiders. And they said, like, when you get bit by one, that um, it is, like, an immediate stinging pain. And that in that delicate part of her ear, she would have been in a lot of trouble had it actually bit her. And now she said that um, when she goes to bed she's putting cotton in her ear at night to make sure that a spider doesn't crawl in there and she's shaking off her clothes and not putting her purse on the floor because she's scared she says she's going to be a little bit more cautious sure she's got a little uh ptsd yes. of course sammy i want you to google image search do your research like that brown recluse bites these things are gnarly and if it would oh, have yeah. bitten her in her ear she'd have lost her ear totally well if it would have gone untreated okay fair enough Right. Oh, yeah. my it, God. The, these, video, these are pictures of people that went to go treat it too late. Right, after it's decayed and, and made a saucer-size yes. hole in your body. Yes, when you get bit by oh. a spider, what you're supposed to do is when you see the, the ring, mm. you circle it, and, if in, and you write the time next to it. And then, you, you, like, a few hours later, you check it, and if it's getting bigger outside the outline of the of the pin mark or sharpie or whatever mm-hmm. you use, you need to go to the hospital. Yeah, it's not supposed to get bigger. No. Spider bites anyway. Yes. That bug is bite, because it's hard to know if it's a spider true. bite. Yeah. True, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's oh, pretty yeah. gnarly, man. Like there's this one the guy got bit on his thumb and it's just like his thumb is eaten away. It is a gross. Yeah. The, oh. it, and the when you see stories like this, <laughs> oh, God. You, you I always think about the the thing of like how many spiders you swallow in a year and all that. Well, yeah. that's all made up. That's not real. Spider yeah. people don't. The chance of you swallowing a spider is very small, mm. right? You would have to have a muscle reflex happen, right? While you're going to crawl down your throat, right? And they don't like moisture areas, right? Which would be your mouth and humid. So it's just. It's just not right. It's not an accurate thing. So the God, chance of this happening spiders. again inside your ear is so remotely small. It maybe it got in there and got lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you hear this story and you think of what? A massive spider. Yeah. 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 It, it would have to be tiny, like smaller than your fingernail. Oh, the my. width of your fingernail to get into yeah. your ear. Yeah. Brown recluses aren't really that large of a spider anyway. And when you put them to like, you know, tarantulas or something like that, when I hear sure. large spider, that's what I think of as tarantula. Like a wolf spider wolf or something. Wolf spiders are big and scary, but they're not going to, they're not venomous. They're not going to hurt they're you. They're not going to hurt thing. you, no. Yeah. yeah. But brown recluses, that's all it takes for me. You know, brown recluse, black widow, mm-mm, good. Yeah. Or uh, anybody, any human, because it could like, hurt you. <laughs> right. The question is, where did she get it? Because there's probably more. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, I would have such a hard time sleeping. Sure. Like Clearly she is. It, <laughs> I would be shoving cotton in my ear, too. <laughs> what? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Florida man menaces victim with a machete for not flushing the toilet. So there's this guy. Okay, so you're telling me it was deserved. (laughs) Right. Uh, There's this guy, Keith, Keith Mounts. Uh, He was hanging out at his trailer park home over the weekend with a buddy of his. And I guess his buddy went to go use the bathroom, uh, but forgot to flush uh, when he got done. So Keith thought it'd be all right to uh, whip out his machete sword and point it in his face. Told him to go flush the toilet and even threatened to chop the man if he didn't. Well... The guy feels threatened, obviously, so he calls the police on his friend. The police come out. 
They start questioning the man, uh, the people. They find out that uh, uh, Keith here said that he was just defending himself. But then when they asked him, well, what was the threat? He really couldn't give any kind of answer at all whatsoever. So they took him in on aggravated assault. And finally, when when he was writing his affidavit out at the at the station, they said, why did you do this? It just simply said, S happens. <laughs> That's how he responded. You know this guy? Very punny. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know this guy? He seems like somebody... Yeah. Uh, we hang out on know. Tuesdays at the La Quinta. Uh, widow finds out she won lottery on anniversary of husband's death. Two friends Aww. went in together to buy a lottery ticket in Canada, and they discovered that they won $2 million after they matched all the numbers on August 17th. She says she was on her coffee break at work. She checked the numbers... And she didn't really register right away. She was like, oh, I'll look at it again later. And that's when her best friend came to her and was like, we won. Uh, they're both widows. And they are using the life-changing money to uh, go do some vacationing and, and that stuff together. And they say it's going to bring some fun to their lives. Oh, yeah. So cute. They're just two good buddies. Yeah. Two good widows hanging out. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. You're going to have to, you lose at least half the taxes almost. Right, so, right. So that leaves about a million dollars that you're going to split between two people. You'll need a lawyer to draw up the uh, the paperwork to make sure it's on the up and up because you don't want that person coming back later because that's what people do. Even if they're your best friend, you got to do it that way because you want it to be clean. I still yeah. want there to be a reason for us to fight. Yes, Right? The, there will find a reason to find. So though. there will be a reason. You got to put at least, what, $100,000 into that. So uh, now we're at 900000 And are they going to agree to split the lawyer fees? You know, it's like, you, is, is Becky going to yeah, do it or is Tammy going to do it? You got to split the lawyer yeah. fees. That's got to be taken out of the total amount before mm. we... And whatever's left over. And, and you got to have, maybe you need your own lawyer. Like, he, the, it sounds sexy. Mm -hmm. And still, $800,000, $900,000 is awesome. Yeah, yeah. But it ain't $2 million. Mm-mm. Yeah, and it's not like you're retiring money. No. No, but you can well, take a nice cruise, you and your, your lady friend how, there. I was trying to see how old they are. Uh, oh, maybe they might be their retirement. It might be their retirement money. <laughs> they're in their early to mid-60s. Yeah, <laughs> they're definitely taking some sort of bus tour with multiple stops in, you know, the northeastern part of, of America. Oh, right. God. To look at some leaves and, you know, get some maple syrup out of a tree. Oh, it's Bird so watch. nice up here in the fall, yeah. don't you know? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That's miserable. Yeah. We, my wife and I have talked about like, you know, going to like Alaska or maybe up into the Northeast and mm -hmm. doing, you know, some, some looking at all the cool stuff there. And, and she's like, well, we take a bus. I'm like, there's no way you're getting me on a bus. Uh-uh. <laughs> it is literally the worst mode of transportation for long distances. Yeah. Oh, for real. They Miserable. don't make them comfy at all. There was one time I took a Greyhound with my mom and my sister from Arizona to Oklahoma and it took like three days. It was yeah. Awful. Yeah, and you're on with some people that you question whether they have hygiene at all. Yeah, <laughs> and whether you are safe to fall asleep with your stuff in your lap. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. Who's going to be rummaging through my stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, no way. I would rather not go on vacation. Yeah, oh, God, <laughs> give me so much anxiety. <laughs> Just the thought of them. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and all these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5. KMOD. 
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Join us from 1430. The buzz is pop. Hey, man, how are you? Good morning. How are you guys? Great. And we're entering that second phase of the Andrew Luck news where all these other side stories are coming out. You mentioned yesterday about some fans being upset. I think some of them even asked for some refunds on their season tickets. Now we're seeing stories of people um, being mad that, you know, the Colts should just be grateful they had two franchise quarterbacks in a row. Um, then we're seeing stories of, like, um, Aaron Rodgers just disgusted at the way the Andrew Luck thing was handled. And then this bizarre story of Belichick going, he had no idea that the that the uh, Patriots then had to clarify. Yeah, it's just, I think it was just the way that he phrased it more than anything. You have to remember, Bill Belichick in this setting – if it does not involve a question about his team and how they're getting better and about the potential performance surrounding the game, then he's going to give you an answer like he gave the reporter when was asked about the big news of the weekend. He His quote was, yeah, Andrew Luck, he's a really good player. I didn't see that, but I don't really follow them. Uh, we all have to make our decisions. He made his. I respect it. And that was the end of it. And everyone says, wait a minute, you didn't see that. That's where the clarification came in. He was meaning that he didn't see Andrew Luck's retirement coming. So it was just poorly phrased. But that's the way Belichick is. If it does not involve his team, then he doesn't give a rat's ass about anything (laughs) at all. And he's always been that way. And there's a part of me that appreciates that about him because he's not changing anything about who he is. And the media knows that. And I feel like there are times where they ask him dumb questions on purpose because they know they're going to go viral. Yeah, there's this talk of Andrew Luck and then the story about the Bucks losing their quarterback and um, their lack of quarterbacks being out there made me think, if you could put together your dream team, who would your starting quarterback be? It's got to be Tom Brady, right? It, uh, you like current players right now? It, it doesn't matter. Who's your dream team of quarterbacks? Oh my God, uh, Joe Montana, Steve Young, yeah. and then uh, from there, I don't know. Let me think of another Forty ers quarterback that I can throw in there quickly. <laughs> Joe Montana. Joe Montana for sure, man. Yeah, Joe I put. Cool? I, I, I had Joe. I had Joe Montana and Steve Young there. Um, I mean, if, I, if if that was a pretty solid backup, that's, those are two Hall of Famers right there that are right. leading you into the game. I don't know, but the game has changed so much. So would would a guy like Joe thrive in today's game? Probably uh, a lot like Brady. Depending on the system that they were running in, I think Young would be the more typical quarterback. I think to survive in today's game. But yeah, I'll, I'll stick with those two. I'll, I'll keep Niner pride flowing through my veins. Who are you going sure. with, Steve DeBerg? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Lynn Dawson is is a, is a homer would <laughs> yeah. be my pick, right? Um, it's too early to say Patrick Mahomes, um, but I I like I like the Steve Young, Joe Montana. I mean, to name a, a quarterback and then their backup to be that you know they were amazing, right? Um, and then I think you can't get away from uh, you can't get away from Tom Brady. He's defined no. the odds. You know, yeah. when he, I saw a meme yesterday of, oh, you're retiring at 29 because you, you know you, you can't handle it or something like that. And and you know he's much older than that. He has got probably even another year left in him after this, if not more. Uh, I I don't know, man. That's a tough call. I don't know if uh, Lynn Dawson. Or um, a Joe Montana would thrive in today's game. 
Um, I don't know, man. That's, it, you, I know you and I have had this conversation off air. These type of discussions are annoying because you can't take a player from back then and put them in today's game. It just is. It's different. It's completely different, and that's not saying I'm. I'm not saying that Joe Montana wouldn't be successful because one, I would never say that <laughs> at all. Um, because I think he would be successful, but to that level, I just, I just don't know. The game has evolved so much. Um, I look at him and think, yeah, if, if in Tom Brady's system with Bill Belichick as head coach, kind of the new, I don't want to say the new version of Bill Walsh, but in that same uh, revered group of head coaches, Bill Belichick will be that forever. Then yeah, I think he could be, but in in the modern game of football, Steve Young would be far more of your your prototypical quarterback now. Yeah. So, um, I know you you said something about Gronk too. He's supposed to have some some announcement today since we were on the Patriots for a minute. I don't know what that announcement's going to be. No one really knows what Gronk is having this press conference for in New York to say, here's what my next step is. Rumor is that he's coming back, and that's based off of one of the, the replacement of the tight ends in the Patriots franchise. And and I saw some pictures of him, um, you know, like whatever, having some beer bong party or something. And, <laughs> and, and he does not exactly look in player shape. No, he doesn't. He's still in great shape, but in terms of player shape, he does not look like he's in, ready to play. He's leaned out so much. He doesn't have that I have to hit the weight room, you know, for two, three hours a day. Swall. Type football body. <laughs> got the games. Yeah. He doesn't have the yeah. bro look. He's, I mean, he's got he's, the bro look. <laughs> He's got out the there living his look. best yeah. life. Good for him, right? Good for him. That press conference is at 9.30. I think that's Eastern time, so that's coming up here in just a little bit. But evidently, he's going to take questions as well. Oh, good God. So <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to be the the biggest one was WWE for the longest time. I don't think that's going to be I it. I don't think so either. That, so yeah. that doesn't make sense unless he's that could be, but they wouldn't do it there. It would be like on no. a Monday on a Raw or something. Um, yes. And sidebar. Can we talk about the abomination that is my Kansas City Royals? Last <laughs> night, they, last night, listen, last night they got 19 runs scored on them. The, every pitcher in their, in their pocket, every pitcher had at least one run scored on them. They had to start playing, like having other players play pitcher. Alex oh, Gordon through no. pitches. Oh no! They, they had position to, uh, players finish yes, out the game. It was it's embarrassing for a major league team to play like that. I to me, it's just you got. Remember when I told you that you sold your soul oh, for a I World know. Series? I know. <laughs> I, you're right. I know that. I I don't care. But <laughs> no, you shouldn't. I don't care. I got to witness them do that. That was an amazing thing to witness as a fan. But they, it's embarrassing. There's they've got to fire a bunch of people. It was it was embarrassing to watch it. Yeah, but you look just to the other side of that parking lot, Corbin, and there sits Arrowhead, <laughs> right. knowing that you've got the Chiefs in your back pocket. So yeah, it dude, makes things at least more tolerable. R- rumors of Javion Clowney getting traded to the Chiefs for Tyreek Hill. I'm like, get out of here with that. Ah, stop that. I know. That ain't happening. No God. way. They're going to have the best receiver core in the yeah. NFL. Why would they do that? Why would you trade a good guy for one that you know could get in trouble down the road at some point we, in time? Which one are you talking about? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's multiple of those. But why would you bring in a good guy like Clowney? Makes no sense. Right. Right. Why use a do something smart? No, not at all. <laughs> They're not trading Tyreek Hill. No way. All right, we'll talk uh, Sooners and Cowboys because uh, they get set this weekend along with TU. That's in the next update. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. All right, stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30-second break. But we'll be right back, so don't go anywhere.
morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And I like to do a little game called Will Sam Cry? Oh, oh God. Love it. <sighs> I'm emotional lately. I'm going to give Gimpy the head. Don't look at my screen, Sam. No, I won't. I'm going to give Gimpy the headline, mm-hmm. and we'll see if he thinks that uh, it's going to make Sam cry. Um, this has always been a tough one because the thing sometimes that I think will make Sam cry doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that's probably going to do it. You think so? I think so. Just based on the headline itself. Oh, yeah. Do you feel any emotion watching it yourself, Kim? Are you asking him? (laughs) Maybe this is an extreme one that would get everybody. I just, I thought maybe I would ask. That's clearly a no. Ice. Cold. Running through the man's heart. Nothing that makes him cry except when he runs out of medication. (laughs) Right? And then it's a sad, sad day. It's... Wild. (laughs) (laughs) Wild. Uh, Yeah. Um, So let me tell you about Harley and Rhiannon. They are two lovebirds, and they had their wedding vows. They had five friends and family members around watching them get married. She was in this beautiful dress. She had a bouquet of red flowers. He was in a formal suit. They really couldn't afford a lot of money. You know, they didn't have a lot of money, so they did just kind of like a civil ceremony. And they had their family around them, like like I said. They just, you know, two little lovebirds. She's 20. He's 19. They dated off and on since the eighth grade. And they announced on Facebook that they were engaged, saying the only thing that they wanted was to get married and start their lives together. Adorable. They live in a small town of about 10,000 people just outside Beaumont, Texas. Uh, He was a night baker at a Dunkin' Donuts. God damn, those are good. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) A little donut holes jelly in them. (laughs) Get out of here. Why can't other places figure that out? Right? Come on. Anyway. Uh, you know, looking at going to college, she worked at the local Walmart and looking to become uh, a nurse. And they were so excited to get married that after the ceremony, they drove to the courthouse to submit their wedding Aww. Uh, license. And that's when they were struck by another car and both killed. Oh my God. Still in their wedding attire. That dress isn't white anymore. Nope. Gimpy, you asshole. Uh, they were pulling out of the parking lot onto the highway when their Cavalier was struck by an on- oncoming Ford F-250 oh, towing wow. a trailer with a tractor. Damn. The family was behind them. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Witnessed everything. Oh, my God. It was a horrific accident, and the mother was quoted as saying of the of the groom, today as a mother, my worst nightmare happened in front of my eyes. They had so many dreams. One of the wedding party members was quoted as saying as they pulled them out of the wreckage. Oh, 
Oh, no. I watched my baby die. I'm still wearing my son's blood because I was trying my best to rip him and her out of the car. They waited for police officers uh, to show up as they were trying to get mementos out of the car, including the bride's bouquet and an envelope, envelope containing the marriage license. So sad. Damn it. The car was hit with su- such force, uh, it was rolled over several times before resting in a ditch. According to law enforcement, it's still under investigation. There apparently, is no sign of wrongdoing on the part of the truck driver who is fully cooperating. Drug and alcohol tests are still pending, and they're not releasing the driver's name. Oh, my God. They were planning on having an actual ceremony around Christmas when more people could be there. That is horrific. The family posted that they were married and dead on the same post. Damn. Damn. Well, I mean, you got to do that. You can't. I mean, if you do it minutes later, there's just going to be too many questions. (laughs) No, you're right, actually, because if you were to be like, yay, they got married and then everyone congratulates that post and then you see later that they died, you have you have to do both of them. You have to. Oh, my God. The judge that was officiating the wedding Mm -hmm. was in the wedding party and he's also the one that pronounced them dead. Oh, Ain't that says presiding over their nuptials, he had to declare the couple dead as well. How crazy is that to do that? I now pronounce you man and husband, and then I now pronounce you dead. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there was a breath. Right, right. That I mean, is, he probably had a drag off his <laughs> cigarette. God, that poor that poor family that had to watch. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah that's the worst part. I think. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. M- married couple just married died, but to to watch <laughs> your children on their way, their happiest day of their life, for real, and saddest, and saddest. Well, I mean, they didn't know it was sad. And I'm sure they did for a second. You think it wasn't like an instant thing? Because that's I'm, where my mind is. Like you see, these Cavaliers are small cars, right? And you've got an F two fifty big ass oh. truck hauling a trailer that has a tractor on it. You know, I, I, to me, when you're reading the story, I envision that just obliterated and they were dead on the scene. Like well, she instant, heard the truck instant. They heard the truck, and they they had to have. They said the mom said that I watched my baby boy die. I thought meaning when she was pulling him okay. out of the, the truck. Okay, right? that makes sense. Okay. Maybe hold on just a Or watching them tumble. Oh, yeah. The, f- the mother was quoted as saying, even if you're mad, hug your family. Love your family. Even if they've made you mad, make amends. Don't go to bed angry because you don't know. You don't know how fast you can lose that person. Truth. Hey, at least they got married. I mean, it sucks they died. It sucks the way they died. But they always wanted to be together. Yeah, they so died do you together. Part in yeah. about eight minutes from now. Right. <laughs> Damn. Oh, just heart wrenching, right? God. This is the end. Is that is that uh, what's the what is it you call it when final uh, destination? Is that final destination Ooh. type no. of thing? No, because it's it is truly game over. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. But. People die in car accidents all the time. It's not like some crazy situation that perfectly had a line for them it's, to die. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't know of a crazy or perfect, perfect in terms of crazy. Yeah. Situation. Well, yeah. like, okay, remember that story you read about the dad that killed 
the daughter with a golf ball because he swung and it yeah. bounced off something yeah. and just she happened to be standing at the right exact place and be hit in the head yeah. right at the exact place to kill her instantly. That, there's like so many things that have to line up perfectly where she's standing, how hard he hit the ball, where the angle that the ball bounced off the tree to hit her. Like there's a lot of things that had to perfectly align. But pulling out in front of somebody doesn't, that's not like death is after you. So that's on them then. The, the wedding party, because they pulled out in front of the truck. The, well, the married couple, yes. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it's probably. totally their fault. Well, there's no probably about it. When you get in an accident about it, the, uh, the, the, the truck hauling the trailer had the right-of-way. I, I don't know. I don't know the setup. Right. right? We, okay. don't, we don't know what their, the setup was. That's fair. That's it's fair. a safe assumption, I yeah. think. But. Yeah, when you say they pulled out in front of them, to me, they're at like a T-stop, right? Cars are going, let's just say, east and west or whatever, and they've got to pull out, you know, off of, you know, going north to go west or yeah. whatever. So to me, it sounds like they pulled out in front of them, you know, got a little early, didn't take the time, didn't realize the truck was there, didn't realize that it was pulling a trailer, whatever. Yeah. But it's totally at their fault because they pulled out in front of them. And they said, like, the toxicology reports aren't back yet. So it's almost like they hinted. That maybe um, that the wedding party that might have been drinking. I mean, that, that makes sense. You, you get, I, that, that were that were they were saying that in regards to the driver of the truck. Okay. Oh, not them. Yes. Got you. Okay. And and uh, who, who again? Who knows? Yeah. Right. Yeah, Nobody. Either. To what you're describing is would be a perfect scenario if you're driving perfectly. Well, almost no one drives perfectly. Right. Maybe the semi was or the semi. Maybe the truck was speeding and they were unable to uh, correctly uh, guess the speed. Of the approach, but right. didn't he say that the in that story they said that the truck didn't do anything wrong? They couldn't find any wrong during, but that doesn't mean the truck wasn't speeding. Mm. How do they go back and see if the truck was speeding? When you're pulling out, how many who has pulled out in front of tra hell out of this building? Yeah, and you think traffic is moving a pace and it's not; it's moving much faster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to ski. <laughs> Ew. Uh, no. Pull out quickly. That's what I meant. There, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Like, eh, you accelerate your vehicle. You, you have to use <laughs> Sam's birth control plan. Right. The palm. Yeah. Get where you need to go. You have to pull out quickly. Yes. Into yes. traffic. <laughs> Hope for the best. Hope you don't die. <laughs> That's literally Sam's birth control plan. On my, Hope for the best. Yeah, right? on the, on Hope traffic isn't moving faster <laughs> than you think it is. Uh, on the Real Housewives, they were talking about that and she was like are you not using palm palm <laughs> yeah p-o-m oh my god oh my god no no so casually nope. the girl's like no i'm not using that at all <laughs> what's the new meaning of pom-poms <laughs> <laughs> well it's like, also french it's for apple that. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> Like a baby holding an uh, apple, or yeah. I sometimes think palm it up this weekend. I sometimes <laughs> think that when people die, like um, there's like boxes that need to be checked, and then it's then they can go. Mm -hmm. We read countless stories of people that um, do something and then they die that day, mm -hmm. right? Like they've accomplished all they need to accomplish, right, right, right. And so sometimes I wonder when I see stories like this, like was that all that they were meant to do? Was that their only thing left to accomplish? It's like, oh, your boxes are checked. You're coming with me. I mean, I don't know how it all works. Yeah. Maybe that's the only thing saving my life right now is it's not, not getting, getting married. married. Maybe that <laughs> that'd be terrifying. <laughs> if like if God you or knew, whoever's in charge of the universe is just like, oh, you're going to get married. That'll be it. And Jeff, maybe Jeff is literally saving my life by not proposing. It's <laughs> a great angle for him. Yeah, right. Babe, if, I would propose, but I don't want to kill you. If you knew what the thing was. 
that would be like the last box you have to check, mm. most people would never do it. No. No. Even if for me it was getting married, then I just wouldn't. No, because no one who wants no one wants to die. Mm. Yeah. The only reality of that is you're going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The hundred death undefeated. <laughs> Bastard. Death is literally <laughs> undefeated. Wins every time. Yeah, I I there's literally nothing on this planet that besides be I don't know, 85. That's the last box I'd like to check. To be 85? Yeah. I'd like to die huh. when I'm 85. 85, huh? Mm-hmm. I've always said 101. If George Burns can do it, so can I. What, what kind of logic is that? Well, I don't know. I just want to live to be 101. I know. No, I know. But you said if George Burns can do it. George well, Burns has done a lot of things. He's done a lot Why of things. Why don't you do those but, things? Well, you know, because I'm not George Burns. But, like, he <laughs> smokes cigars, like, regularly, you know, religiously through his life and lived to be 100. So I'm like, well, hell, if he could do it, then so can I. It's my right. thought anyway. Oh, okay. It's a weird role model to go after, but okay. Yeah, um, yeah I don't, age-wise, I don't think of it that way. Like, there's an age I want to get to. Mm. There's milestones I want to see. Yeah. That's fair. See your kids graduate. Yes. See your grandchildren born. See them maybe go off to college, buy their first house, so on and so forth. Ideally, I'd like to play with my grandchildren. Yeah. That would be a milestone. I'd be like, after that, I'd be like, I'm good. Grandchildren, cool. Great grandchildren. Eh, if you get the opportunity. Great grandchildren's out of the picture for me, dude. <laughs> well, there could still be some hope. Nope. 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 Not, not, no, because I don't want them having ki- my kids having kids when they're 18. Mm. I was going to say, even then, right? Even, even I if mean, your kid has a kid at 16 and then, then their kid has one at 16. Uh, oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the trailer right. park. This is <laughs> don't you put that nightmare of a story <laughs> turned to a more of a nightmare. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think a 16-year-old having a 16-year-old, you know what I mean? Like that, mm. That's not the worst possible scenario. It's just not my hope for them. Right. Oh, I know plenty of people that are quite successful mm-hmm. that have done that and been in that scenario repeatedly. <laughs> it's family tradition. Life. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Grandma's apple pie. That's a good tradition. Getting pregnant in 16. <laughs> no, it's such a good tradition. <laughs> uh, still buying her somewhere. To be able Jesus. to. Uh, God, this is taking a weird conversation turn. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm i just talking milestones. Age doesn't do it for me <laughs> in terms of I want to get to this age. Yeah, I don't want to be so old. I don't want to be 101. That sounds miserable. I don't want that at all. Yeah, like, you think 101, though. You think decrepit. You think change my diapers, da-da-da-da. And I'm sticking by George Burns. That cat was spry all the way up until the day he died. No, at 101, he, he was he not was spry. Not, he was you not getting his me, diapers changed. You can't tell me your bladder still works correctly at 101 <laughs> years old. It's been doing it for 101 years. Yeah. What else works? Uh, <laughs> does a good job that has been working every day for 101 damn years? Damn good running motors. What? I would say that potentially maybe... Um, one thing may be working really well. Right. Uh-huh. But to assume everything, just because you saw him spry <laughs> in a National Enquirer picture shoot, right. does not necessarily mean he was not bedridden six of the seven days of the week. Right, right, right. It's uh, it's hit and miss with those sort of things. Sometimes some things work, sometimes they don't. You know, it's just pick your day. Most 101 year old people mm-hmm. are napping a lot. Yeah. I'm okay with that, too. I know, medicines. but they're not spry. <laughs> They're not spry. Uh, all right, we got to take a break, and uh, we'll be back. We got tickets we're going to give away for the mega ride passes. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD.
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's play a game. Give away tickets uh, to get you some mega ride passes at the Tulsa State Fair. 11 days of awesome. It's the end of September, the 26th through October 6th. Rival Sons are going to be there on October 2nd. All the need, the info you need to get your sugar glider is at TulsaStateFair.com. <laughs> Goldfish in a bag. Come on, bro. Do they still do that? Uh, I want to say, yeah. I feel last year when I was at the fair, I seen a couple of people walking around with their goldfish in the bag, which doesn't seem humane. Like, They're, right at all. Why? Well, I mean, I guess. I mean, because you're walking around the fair with this goldfish in a bag for, like, hours. It's one thing to, like, go to the pet store, go to Walmart and pick one up, and, like, maybe 30 minutes in the bag, and it's back home in a bowl. But, like, to take it to the fair, to ride the rides, the goldfish don't need to go through that. Pineapple whip. Just have some pineapple whip while you're getting ready. Holding the goldfish in one hand, holding pineapple whip in the other, then switch, chill the water. Uh, all right, so we're going to play Sing Sing. Current record is? I am in the lead with 11. You are right behind me with nine. Sammy deep in the rear with six. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Hey, Joe. Joe, how are you, man? Doing well. How are you? Joe, you've got to pick someone to uh, as your partner. Last week's winner was? That'd be Sammy. So it's got to be Gimpy or Corbin? Uh, I'll go with Gimpy. Joe, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready, sir? Uh, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Uh, this is a song from a band in the 70s. Like, okay, so you know those like branches on trees you'll grab when you also call it what? I'm going to beat you with a giant stick. There you go. Now, they did a song about maybe being on a boat, and they want you to, you know, go with them and do this thing that you do want to. Oh, what is it again? Sail away, come sail away. There you go. Uh, this is uh, an 80s hair metal band where uh, it's a color that's the opposite of black. And the second word in there is uh, an animal, a reptile, that goes... White snake. You got that right. So if you were um, going to start all over, your your life starts all over, you would say... Begin, reborn? No, no. Um, okay, so we're going to break this down piece by piece. Not there, but... Here. Okay. Not you, but... Here we go again. No, no, you got that right, but there's just one word that you're not missing. It's not we, it is... Here I go again. There you go. This is the song from the late 90s band about drinking. You got a whiskey drink, you got a vodka drink, you got a dirk a dirk a dirk a dirk a dirk a dirk Time. Three is what we got. I think you... No, I think you said Go. You did. After he said. Mm-mm. Okay, the three is uh, fine. Three is what you got, Joe. Hang on the line, okay? Okay. All right. Uh, gamble, gamble, gamble. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Good morning. This is Ricky. Hey, Ricky. How are you, sir? I'm good. You and I have to beat three. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This is a band that had... Uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez in it, and this is uh, probably one of their songs about... Waterfalls. Uh, no, this is the one... Uh, what are the things that nurses wear and doctors wear for surgery? No scrubs. Correct. Uh, this is uh, a pop singer, and she sings this song. It's about what a lion does. Roar. Correct. Um, this is Amy Lee. She's in a band there from Arkansas, and this is their most famous song. If you were going to resurrect somebody, you would be doing what to uh, them? 
Evanescence. Uh, uh, oh, what's the what's the opposite? If 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 you brought something, you would be doing what? Take. No, you you uh, brought it. Uh, if I say, "Hey, blank wine to the party," you should. What's the blank? Bring. Yes, and w- what's bring the bring me down? Not bring me what down. Uh, what's the opposite of dead? Bring me to life. Yes. Bring, bring uh, me to life. Oh, this is a. Sorry, we have a tie. That means nobody wins anything. I'm sorry, man. Oh. You did great. Okay. I three any other time three would totally win it. I think, but yeah. not today, man. I'm sorry, Ricky. Have a good day. All right, thanks, All right, buddy. See you later. Uh, Joe, I'm sorry. Three is uh, is not good enough. Yeah, no worries. All right, buddy. See you later. You're all losers. Now I want to go back to He Said Go. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now you care. Now, now I care. Now, now I'm on board with that. Now I feel like he definitely said go. Nope, nope. You already <laughs> said three's okay. Sam, show Gimpy the one that uh, I ended on that I totally parallel. Uh, have, nope, nope. Yeah, you Nope. Did. No, he got that one. It took a little while, but he got it. I didn't there. give any oh, clues for it yet. Yeah. Yeah, what do you got there, Sammy? Ooh. I don't think you can do that. Uh, that's the that's one way that I could recognize a song without singing the chorus, okay? He does that in the song as the chorus. Not as the chorus though. The chorus is always going to be words. I mean, I guess doot 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 doot. It worked for Baby Shark, so I mean, it could work for Third Eye Blind. But uh, yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Okay, so a a uh, a tractor trailer truck is also known as a blank truck. Mac. Okay. Uh, yeah, in a sense, and it's not Peterbilt, and it's not Kenworth. Those are all what kind of trucks? If you've got uh, not a full Rager, but it's kind of halfway there, you would say I've got a blank. Okay, so Chubby. <laughs> semi. <laughs> <laughs> and then you try to get them to say charm, like maybe that show that yeah. was on what was that, like the CW or something like that with Alyssa Milano, and then Life. That's a tough one to break down for sure. Ironically, Alyssa Milano married to that guy at one time, Stephen Jenkins. That's the lead singer of that band. How about that? Yeah. Uh, all right. The record now. Well, it keeps me at nine, or it keeps me at eleven, keeps you at nine, and keeps Sammy at six. We'll be back. Tulsa's morning show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station, ninety-seven five, KMO. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. And uh, it is time for college football. And that means you're going to listen to the old uh, Sooners right here on KMOUD. On Sunday, September 1st, season opener against Norman. I'm sorry, in Norman against Houston. Pre-game with Plank. 4:30 kickoff at 6:30, and these are sleeper teams for the NF, for the uh, college football. We'll see if Sam can name the mascots of these teams. Fun. Nebraska. Mm. Cornhuskers. Look at you. Ah. <laughs> I am impressed. <laughs> That's one so far. <laughs> I am impressed, Sam, that you, you. Uh, you got that. I, I did not even know that was in my brain, so I'm actually pretty impressed with myself. It weaseled its way in there sometimes. 
Texas A&M. Longhorns. No, that is Texas. This oh. is Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas Titans. Titans is incorrect. Oh! A&M? Um, oh, is it? Oh, is it? it's something biblical. Is it? Is that biblical, Corbin? No. I didn't think oh, so. Oh, it's not? Okay, Bulldogs. No. Texas Ooh. Rodents. No. The rodents? It's not, not a good university name. The Texas oh, Rattlesnakes. Mice. No. Um, the Aggies. Yeah. However, oh. she was kind of half right because their mascot, their technical mascot, is a bulldog with a jersey on. I mean, the animal, yeah, but they, yeah. an Aggie isn't a bulldog. Right, exactly. I mean, they're called the Aggies, but they have that stupid bulldog out there on the field with them. <gasps> Syracuse. The oak trees. No. <laughs> we are the mighty oaks. Stand like an oak tree. <laughs> Syracuse. Leprechauns? It, they have kind of a weird mascot. They're the orange or the orangemen. Just, yeah. Do they run out of ideas? Possibly. Really bad spray on tans. Oregon. Um, oh, I know their colors. Tell me. Gold and green. That is, well, it's yellow, but yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, they are the Oregon Badgers. You're just a quack. Like, how do you, the Badgers? <laughs> oh, ducks. Yes, the ducks. <laughs> the Oregon Badgers. ducks. Ah. Florida. Oh, um, Gators. Florida Gators is correct, yes. So those are the teams that are expected to surprise people. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? There's no way to know. Because guys get hurt. Like, there's just no way to know right, which team's right. going to do good. Well, we all root for the Sooners. Were they on there? Or no, because they expect them to be good. <laughs> Were they on there? <laughs> I don't know. Did you say Sooners? No, but I thought maybe you left them out because we know them, and I know what their mascot is. It's hey, a wagon. And I thought you were an Oklahoma State fan. No. I'm a Sooners fan because my boyfriend went to OU. Uh, Sex with somebody from there. Yesterday, Lincoln <laughs> Riley to the podium for the first time this season as the Sooners get set to take on Houston coming up at this Sunday. There was no depth chart in the Oklahoma game notes that was distributed to the media except with the eyeball emoji with coming soon as the message. But Lincoln Riley said it's not just a strategic move ahead of the opener. He said this is a big week for us. We still have some position battles going on. We have some spots where we have multiple guys that are ready to play. We haven't made some decisions yet based on the starters. If you're headed to the Oklahoma game, Don't be surprised that uh, you'll have some pretty sweet Wi-Fi inside the stadium. Over 30 miles of copper and fiber wire were added to the uh, connectivity already in the stadium. There's going to be 1,300 wireless access points installed and connected to over 3,700 antennas. And they'll have access points on Wi-Fi on 392 handrails from throughout the stadium. And if you even have trouble this weekend while you're down there, they have a team of Wi-Fi coaches that will be available throughout the stadium to help you get connected inside of uh, the stadium there for Oklahoma. To Oklahoma State playing on Friday night. 
And the Cowboys opened up at 16.5-point favorites. That is now down to 14.5. This is the first matchup between OSU and OSU, Oregon State. But Mike Gundy is 9-3 against teams from the Pac-12 since he took over as head coach of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. For years, the NFL has banned tinted visors. Then someone got the bright idea to turn the visors into a sponsorship. So now, magically, the NFL is changing the rule on visors because they have a new partnership and sponsorship with Oakley. Although the dark sunglasses-style visors that became popular in the 80s and 90s are still banned, Oakley visors that are lightly tinted with a pinkish hue will now be allowed on the field. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that Kyler Murray will be wearing one of those. And congratulations to the Drillers. They're headed back to the Texas League Playoffs for the third straight season after their 9-2 victory last night over the Amarillo Sod Poodles. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listener emails are when you guys send an email to the show and ask for advice, and then we try to help you. Uh, so you can always email us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. This one says, how do you deal with a gaslighting mother-in-law? My husband's stepmom is really good at making me feel like crap. I've known her for almost 10 years, and over the last couple of years, she's just plain mean. She lives in a different state, so we communicate a lot via phone and social media. She will message me on Facebook when she gets really drunk, and that is when it's at its worst. I try to ignore her messages or deflect, but it always blows up in my face. Here are some examples. She, brought, she bought Christmas presents to ship to my husband and I, but when she found out we weren't uh, planning on getting anyone gifts this year because we were expecting our first baby and saving money, she decided to return them back to the place she bought them. She blamed this on me about not communicating about our gift giving. She was trying to plan dates to come for when the baby was born and she wanted specific dates. I told her multiple times that I can't give her specific dates because babies uh, arrive when they want to. Duh. True statement. Uh, She said that she wanted specific dates so she could find a dog sitter and only had a certain window to change those dates. We started renting out a guest bedroom to someone looking in the area, uh, working in the area we live. And when she found out that, she said family was not a priority because all we could offer her was to sleep on the baby's room on an air mattress. And we offered to pay for a hotel, which she didn't want. She hates my husband's mom, I guess real mom, Mm. right? Husband's mom. And she will take any chance she can get to talk badly about her. I don't like being in the middle of that or getting sucked in. And when I don't agree with her, or say anything, she gets upset. I could go on for days, I'm sure you could, <laughs> about what she makes me feel like when I'm the crazy one or how things be- somehow turn out to be my fault. I've tried before to be blunt and tell her she doesn't get to act like this towards me. That obviously hasn't worked. How do I handle this? How would you handle this? I want to have a good relationship with her. So, what do you do with a gaslighting <laughs> mother-in-law? <laughs> 918-460-KMOD. How do you handle your, uh, and it doesn't have to be mother-in-law, right? It can be father-in-law. could be anybody. Yeah, it could be your in-law. How do you deal with a gas lighting in-law? 
I don't know if your examples are actual examples or weird things like this. Because to me, I th this is so easy. I don't know. Why do we get emails when people are like, I don't want to act this. I don't want this to happen. Right. And why are you letting it? Right, right. That's the key thing right there. You keep feeding the cat. You keep feeding the cat. The cat's going to keep coming around. Stop feeding the cat. The cat will eventually leave. Yeah. And some of these you're describing, I mean, her wanting to come and needing specific dates wasn't about being there for the baby. Mm. She needs specific dates on when you want her there. <laughs> uh, do the old cable guy times, you know, uh, Monday or through Thursday, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., somewhere in that range. Right. <laughs> Sometime in November when uh, the baby's going to get here, Lord willing, uh, not yeah. six weeks early. And, and why not just pick a date and let her live with it? Right. And if she misses out, she misses out. Sorry, I can't control when the baby arrives. Mm -hmm. But to me, I don't know if these were real examples. I didn't feel like anything only that was gaslighting. It sounded like two people triggering each other. Right. Well, and I think maybe a problem is her getting drunk or you interpreting her getting drunk and saying things on social media. Because with someone that lives very far away, it can be... Uh, communicating via text or via messenger, you can read things completely wrong. Yeah, you can't really uh, sense tone or, you know, whatever, infliction through text message. Right. There's a difference between, oh, no worries and no worries. Right. Uh, I think that you might be the problem. Really? Like the person writing the email, huh? Yeah. Huh. I think you might be the problem. Like just being sensitive or something? or Maybe. But all these things, I don't even know. Like, none of these are real things. The, the shipping, the gift thing, that's weird. But not getting gifts for people and not telling them is also weird. Yeah, if, if you're expect, like, you've always given gifts at Christmas time, right? You're kind of expected to, and then this year, all of a sudden, you're not going to, which is a good reason. You're expecting your logical. first child. Yeah, yes. That makes sense. Well, but if you've always done it, you should be at least, you know, tell the people, hey, Sorry, we got baby on the way. We're not doing gifts this year. Yeah, but you shouldn't give gifts expecting to get gifts in return. It, if, seems... if it's always been that way. That's the thing, because it's just the norm. That's the norm for them, and that's why mother-in-law expected it that way. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I Okay. We're going to hold these presents hostage. <laughs> like, oh, you're not going to give me anything. Guess what? You're you not going like, to get you're this. You're biased. You just like presents. That is true statement. True. I do like <laughs> presents, but I also feel like it's kind of crappy to hold Presence hostage. Uh, give it, to give. I, I think that the part that is bizarre is that you're not 100% innocent in these. The gift one, you're not, you're not exactly innocent. You didn't communicate. Maybe Christmas is a big deal. And presents. Well, I mean, that's just, yeah, petty agreed. Mm -hmm. But if you're excited for Christmas, you're, gonna sh you're looking forward to it. And then suddenly the rug gets yoked out from underneath you. You're, you're going to handle it the wrong way. Yeah. I think that you, I think in that situation, she's not wrong. And so let me get this straight. You've got a mother-in-law. Mm -hmm. You've got a stepmother-in-law. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you got your own mother. Whew. I know what the problem is. <laughs> a lot of estrogen. <laughs> and her not wanting to be, like, I feel like that's not an uncommon tale of the stepmother talking crap about the mom. No. No, of course not. Right. Again, you're letting that happen. Text that came in. Block the bitch. Done. Right. <laughs> uh, when did being a see you next Tuesday start getting called gaslighting? Uh, my mother-in-law is toxic as well and has called me 
a name called me names with a B. Plus, she's oh. a know-it-all and tells me how to raise my boys. See, now that could be misinterpreted. Is she telling you how to raise your boys or just giving mild suggestions? Or giving this, advice because I've raised right, kids. Right, this So is maybe how you I don't do. know. Yeah. Yeah. Unsolicited advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, I saw in a movie this weekend, mm-hmm. feedback. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> don't like your feedback. Right. She's giving you feedback on how to raise kids and you don't like it and that's fine. Yeah. Then just tell her, hey. Yeah, too much. Yeah, I got but this. see, that's going to start a whole nother fight, and that's a whole nother can of worms that's going to open up. And it's like one of Not those. Not for me. Is it really worth it? Is it worth dealing with this bitch yes. more so? Just because I told her how I feel, it's yeah. going to start a bigger fight. Is is it worth the fight? I guess is the. How the is it starting a fight if I'm drawing a line in the sand saying I'm not doing this anymore? Oh, because mama's going to get defensive, or mother in law, or not whoever to me. in this case, not is going to, to get defensive. And they're going to start talking back to you. And they're not to me because I'm not going to talk to you. Right. Because you're not nice. You just hang up. Boom. Done. No, just don't take the call. <laughs> Caller ID is an amazing feature. Isn't yeah. It? Or just don't take the call. Mm hmm. You, you literally have a, li- a choice in your life on whether you want people in them or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, and to respond, too. Someone texted and said, talk to your husband about it. Oof. Let's put one more person in the middle of a fight. Right. Hey, listen, telephoned. I don't want to be a part of you and my mom. Yeah. I've got boundaries with my mom. Mm-hmm. Right? That, I mean, I just envisioning what the conversation would be. Hey, can you talk to your mom for me? She's kind of um, being a bitch. No uh, husband likes to go, all right, yeah, I'll talk to my mom. Yeah, that'll never Hi, happen. mom. Mm-hmm. Um, can you be nice to Susan? What did Susan say to you? <sighs> did she say I wasn't I nice? I just, please, I just want to have my, my Jack Daniels <laughs> and peace. <laughs> I don't want to hear about nom, 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 nom. all Y'all that clucking. Figured out. <laughs> he might be used to it because he's married to somebody who's like his mom. Oh, damn. Moms. Because he's got more than one. Uh, Let's see. Let's go to the phone. And Don is on. Hi, Don. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Good. What do you you think, sir? Um, I had a mother-in-law that that for like 20 years now has always been the, um, it must be nice to have a house. It must be nice to have utilities. and, And never happy when my wife gets things. Always jealous. We just sent her to rehab. That's how we fix that. Okay. <laughs> just send her away. <laughs> just send her away. Yeah. What do you do when she gets out? Um, like this weekend for a visitation? We'll find out. Oh, my. Oh, when did oh. you send her in? Uh, she's probably by her own recognizance been there for five months. Wow. What did she go to rehab for? What did you send her to rehab for? Um, it's Oklahoma. Okay. What is that, uh, is that an answer? I'm not sure if that's an answer. I'm unfamiliar with that, that answer. That, that, well, you know, meth. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense then. No, that yeah, that's a bigger problem, sir. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want you to tweak your mom around either. Yeah. Well, good luck. No. Good luck, sir. Thank you very much. All right, thanks. See you later. To have a gaslighting mom is a lot different than to having a meth mom. Methy mama. Methy <laughs> mom. Like, I want pipe for Christmas. Right. Hey, pipe. <laughs> Don't even do the gesture. I know. I messed up. I shouldn't have put my hand that close to my mouth. It didn't clean up the imagery (laughs) that your words made. Uh, Listener email that wants to know what do you do about a gaslighting mom. It says, if you don't suck up for your wife, then you're the bitch unless she's the cause. 
If you don't stick up for your wife. Thank you. Yeah. If you don't stick up for your wife, then you're the bitch. Uh, settle down with that talk. And I don't agree with that because you're kind of a bitch if you're putting a, uh, a wedge in between uh, your husband and his mom or his stepmom. Yeah. Here's the thing. You're a grown adult. Handle it. I want Jeff to stick up for me in bars, but not up for me with his mom. There's a big difference between your parent mm-hmm. calling your partner a name mm-hmm. and you standing up for them and getting and then this of getting involved in some like petty argument. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not worth getting involved in the petty argument. I'm a believer of, listen, if you want me to talk to them, I will talk to them because you're asking me to and because I'm your partner. But do we really want, why can't we just have a unified front? Mm. You're asking me to come later in the conversation and get involved. Right. It's never going to go well because no. anything that I'm going to talk to stepmom about, she's going to know that you said to me and she's going to feel defensive, as would anybody, because that's just what, you know, obviously you guys have been saying bad things about me. Uh, text, people have issues with boundaries. The writer can't hold up jeers. And the mother-in-law doesn't respect them. It's on both sides here. I agree. It feels a little, the optics are a little crazy. They both crazy bitches. (laughs) Another text. My mother-in-law is a sweetheart and my wife and mom get along great. Boo, good for you. I get along with my mother-in-law great. Uh, I like this one. You mean they sent her to rehab and she didn't say no, no, no? <laughs> Another one. Blocker. We're done. Yeah. Another one. It's not his mom. It's his stepmom. We don't know if this is the woman that raised him. Yeah, that's the key thing right there. If if, if this is stepmama that's only been in the picture for less than five years, you know, as an adult, then okay, hit the road. But if, if you raised or whatever, been in your life since you were a child, I think you sh- you owe her a little more respect. And also, if your father chose to marry this woman in any regard, that which makes her your stepmom, then mm. you owe her that respect. Another one, stepmom has no say in anything. Blood is thicker than water. Unless you're not a good person. Mm-hmm. If you're not a good person, why do you keep people around? And Are you a glutton for punishment? Again, I don't really understand the blood is thicker than water because someone chose to make them their family. So right. I don't it's understand honor- how that's an It's, o- it's an honorable. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's by honor. Right? Yeah, if you get grandfathered <laughs> proxy. in. It's proxy mm-hmm. blood thicker than water. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the phone, and it looks like uh, Jenny. Jeannie. Jeannie is on. Hi, Jeannie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm great. That's glad to hear you're wonderful. Tell me, what do you think, Jeannie? Um... We don't talk to my mother-in-law at all. We haven't in a year um, since the day after our wedding, actually. Whoa. Um, She started a huge fight once again for like the millionth time, and we decided to completely just stop bringing the toxicity around my son and our family because it was bringing such a negative world into ours that we decided just to completely remove it yeah you had to set that boundary a unified front yes yes i mean you have to it it doesn't matter if they're blood step family it does not matter if they are toxic they are toxic the i heard you say something about blood is thicker than water 
No, if they are toxic, they are just toxic. It does not matter where they stand in your life. If they are toxic, they are toxic, period. Right on. Jeannie, thank you so much for calling in. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. See you later. Uh, There is an email from a listener wanting to know, how do you deal with your gas lighting mother? And the examples she gave are... Potentially toxic, but maybe not. Nikki is on now. Hi, Nikki. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What do you think? Um, I think that sometimes you just have to finally stand up to him. I have a a mother-in-law that doesn't think that I clean my house perfectly well, and she doesn't (laughs) think that I raised my kids well, that I have great kids, and my house is not messy. Um, She's just very overbearing. And how do you handle her? So my my man of seven years, we're not married, but we own a house together. And my man, we he just finally told her it was enough that he was tired of her talking down to me, and that if he if she didn't you know want to come over and be cordial, that she didn't have to come over anymore. Hmm. There you go. Solid. And even what? though you're not married, still your partner. Yeah, absolutely. Why haven't you gotten married? Just curious. Um, I'm going to school, and I kind of like that single mother status for financial aid and assistance while I go through school. Ah, that makes sense. Right on. Thank you so much. You have a great day. Y'all have a good day. All right. See you later. God, I wish I had that excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Listener email, Sam, what do you think? What do you do about a gaslighting mom? uh, I'm sorry, gaslighting mother-in-law. And uh, she's got some examples of her not being very nice. I think you just need to say... Hey, if you're not being nice to me, then I don't want to communicate with you. Keep it super simple. Don't get involved in the drama. And don't stress about it. Gimpy, what do you think? Stop feeding the cat, man. That's really, that's all you can do. Um, Block the mother-in-law. Don't answer the phone calls. You said it perfectly. Don't let that toxicity in your life. Because it's just going to bring you down. Eventually, eventually, I feel like the two parties could come together and be like, listen, it's been 10 years since I've seen my grandchildren, you know, or talked to my son or whatever. I would like to put this to bed so we can live a happy life and I can die peacefully finally. Um, So just give it some time. Cut it off. Stop feeding the cat. And eventually things will come around the way they need to be. I think conversations are like a dance and someone leads and you're letting her lead. So why don't you lead the dance for a while and say, listen, you can see your grandchild. You can come visit, but you're, you're not going to talk to me that way. We're not going to talk about when you come visit. None of those things. You work all that out with your son. <laughs> Ain't nothing for me to whoop a mother-in-law's ass. You don't even have to say any of that. That's not that's not being threatening. That's right. I'm just not going to engage in those conversations. Hey, put your foot down. Yes, boundaries. And if she doesn't cooperate, then end it. You don't have to let people around your life. And if she wants to come visit, you can say, all right, then I'm not going to be here when she's here. You are absolutely entitled to see your mother-in-law. I'm sorry, your stepmother. But I, I'm not going to be here for that. Why would I endure that if I don't, if it, it creates so toxic? Why not? Would you talk to yourself the way she's talking to you? Then why are you letting her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to respond when she's sending you dumbass drunk messages on Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> By Leave the way, that. it's Facebook. It means nothing. Oh, no. Leave that, that bitch on scene. Everything, it's complete <laughs> facade. It's getting mad at a piece of art. Yeah. It's getting mad at music. Like, it's dumb. 
Uh, all right, we got another email we're going to read when we come back. Tulsa's Morning Show, the Big Bad Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listener emails, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. We get your email. We read it on the air. This one's a lot shorter. It says, recently, my husband and I have been changing our eating habits. We've lost 20 pounds. I wonder if that's collectively or separately. We look and feel good. The problem is no one is saying anything. No one is noticing. (laughs) Why do people nowadays not say nice things like great to see you lost weight or you look good? Are people just not nice anymore? Just like to go fishing a lot. (laughs) What about me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about me? (laughs) Maybe she lost two pounds and her husband lost 18. And they're saying things to the husband, just not to her. Oh, damn. Oh, my God, (laughs) Sam. Damn, you women. I'm just saying, maybe your husband's getting compliments and you're not. I don't know. If you're... Okay, we have our performance studio. Mm -hmm. There's always a ton of chairs there. Mm -hmm. Do you ever notice when one's missing? No. Two? No. Three? No. Five? There'd have to be a whole two rows missing <laughs> for me to notice. Off the deck of the Titanic. Yeah, a chair off the deck of the Titanic. Like, <laughs> you're not going to miss it. Is your double chin, is it shrinking to like a chin and a half? Yeah. I'm, and then the, well, I don't know if that's what this is. I'm just saying that. Right, we haven't seen you, so I, we don't know. And I'm sure your people are laughing or going, how petty. But people lose weight and want to be noticed. Yeah. Women get their hair cut Guys get their haircut, want to be noticed. You got a haircut. Mm-hmm. You hope people notice a shirt or a new dress or something, but that's damn near impossible to recognize because yeah. nobody's taking inventory of your clothes, you narcissist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but people lose weight. They expect people to, everybody does. Yeah, but you're not going to notice it if it's not that much. I get it. You have worked your ass off to lose these 20 pounds, you know. But the thing is, it's like, if you're a giant fat ass and you only lose 20 pounds, you're not going to notice it. So nobody's going to say anything. You have to make the dramatic 100-pound loss. Lose an entire child off of your body, and then people will notice and be like, oh, I see you've lost some weight. But even then, you're dancing on thin ice. Oh, we saying I was a fat ass earlier? What? Oh, oh now this, that, and the other. It's, it's, it's dangerous is all it is. I, I don't disagree. I have a friend who does that no matter what. To everyone. What? Hey, have you lost weight? You look great. Even if they haven't? He has no idea. Because it can go one of two ways. They could be like, oh, I have. Thanks for noticing. Or it can be like, "Uh, no. What, are you saying I'm fat? I need to lose weight? He He says his thought process is that, one, it's just a nice thing to say. Even if it's not true... People like hearing that someone thinks they lost weight. Mm-hmm. Women specifically. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So he sees it as a game move. Uh-huh. But mm. he says in general, he says it to me and I tell him, you know, I usually have some exp- expletive is followed F in off. there. Yes. Right. Don't come into my body. I, that's what I tell him. He goes, yeah, he goes, but here's the thing. Even if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I, I win. 
And if they start a conversation, they think, hey, they're going to ask me why I didn't come to a party. If I say that, they won't say anything. Right. Mm. Because I just, he's like, I totally dominate the conversation at that point. Wow. I'm like, How you manipulative turd. <laughs> yeah. What a piece. But it's really brilliant, too, at the same, at the same, po- at the yeah. same respect, right? I don't want to know who your friend is. Right. Er- <laughs> he doesn't live here. Ergo, but he doesn't live here. Ergo, it, it, it doesn't mean anything. Right? You can't take it for that. Yeah. Jeff, he made a mistake um, uh, over Rocklahoma weekend. I bought some new outfit to wear, and I was like, oh, how do you think this looks? And he was honest, too effing honest. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> I, got, I got my feelings beyond hurt. Like, it super stung that he had said this thing to me because he pointed out something I was very insecure about, and I was like, oh! Like really, really hurt. That happened. I think in you wore sandals May. that day. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everybody knows about your hammer toe, Sam. It's right. okay. There's no hiding it anymore. <laughs> that was in May, and he since then hasn't made a single comment on any of my clothes or anything. And nope. I asked him about it, and he was like, "I can't win if I say something. I hurt your feelings. If I don't say something, then I hurt your feelings. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do?" That happened in May. This literally, I brought it up to him. Four months later, like, you're not going to compliment any of my clothes or say these jeans look nice? Right. He's like, last time I did, no. I got in trouble. <laughs> yeah, so you can't have it both ways. Maybe, mm-hmm. girl, you are crazy like me and punish people around you for giving you compliments <laughs> <laughs> or just commenting and they're afraid to comment on you. Try this experiment today. Mm-hmm. Tell people that they've lost weight. See how they react. Mm. What, Sam? I don't want to do that because, especially now. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I don't want to get hit. Right. I don't, I don't want to hurt nobody. I, if you say, well, like, you look great. Have you lost weight? I think there's no way someone can be offended by that. If you go, have you lost weight? That's different. <laughs> so really, it's all in the different. tone. Yeah. 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 Well, you got, you, you got to follow stand. it. You, you gotta stand st- with your eyes. Yeah. You have to start with, you look great. Yeah. Comma, pause. Have you lost weight? See, compliments, I feel like compliments are wonderful. They're free. You make somebody else feel good. So, like, easy things to compliment are for females, people's hair, eye makeup. Okay. Big thing for girls, eyebrows. Eye makeup? Oh, yeah, for sure. Eye makeup. Nothing makes me feel better than a Then you women need to try harder. I literally (laughs) saw someone look like they had spray-painted their eyeshadow on. (laughs) Like, try harder than if you want me to compliment on it. You're not a graffiti artist making making a solar system painting out on the sidewalk. I Okay, if another girl compliments my eyeliner or eyebrows, instant best friends. Instant best friends because it's you know a low threshold sister hard no it's hard to it's like the best girl compliment that you can give another girl so anyways eye makeup eyebrows hair shoes and or you just pick one item of clothing like oh my god those earrings are adorable or whatever those are like easy ones that can make someone feel good and then there's no way that you're maybe hurting their feelings so guys you got to worry about all that man maybe a haircut ah right, so you got your haircut looks good where'd you go to get it. That's about where it even stops then, right there. Even then. The where'd you go part? You're like, I'm not no, telling you. It's no. hard enough to get into my barber anyways. No, no, maybe. Maybe. But Sometimes you, you don't want to say your haircut looks good. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to word. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think Gibby's totally 100% right. But the wordage, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. To your straight friends, <laughs> you would be fine. Right. But just like with women, right? You, you got to be careful what you say to a woman, too. Mm-hmm. 
You just can't be like, you look great. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? Thank you. I think you can say you look great. Do you want to have sex with but me? But when you start getting specific, <laughs> right? That's and if you're a boss, you should not ask if they lost weight. <laughs> oh, no. for sure. You can't be in any position of power and ask that. No. That's an excellent <laughs> threshold. Position of power, don't say anything. Mm-hmm. You can, unless it has to do with their work. You did great work today. Right. <laughs> Even if they didn't say that. Uh no, okay. You, I think you can be a boss and compliment just not on somebody's body. Well, I mean, isn't that what you're saying? Hey, no, you like look sh- great. Like shoes, like you can compliment. No, because here's pants. the thing. Yeah, see, you can't, no, pants, no, you nope. can't do that. You can't do that. Nothing that your Jenny's is in. And you can't say shoes because <laughs> feet, people have sexual fetishes. It's, it's a thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you really can't say much no. anything about anything nowadays. Parents, because if, mm. if you're a supervisor, mm-hmm. a person of power, you cannot compliment on appearance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just a good threshold to have. Unnecessary? Probably. But... Doesn't matter. If you want to stay out of trouble, I think you don't compliment on appearance. You never say, that's a nice dress you have. That's a lovely blouse you have there. You don't say that. You can't even, to a group, be like, everybody (laughs) looks so nice today. You can't even say that. No, No, because then you just harassed a whole group of people. Well, and it's not genuine either. Like, really? You're telling me I look as good as Sally? Get out of here. She didn't even try today. Right. Karen's wearing the same... You know, pantsuit she wears to every Christmas party. <laughs> right. We and get it, it looks Karen. Good. She's yeah. wearing her Monday pantsuit. Real cool, Karen. <laughs> uh, Sam, what do you think this person should do? No one's noticing that they are, are losing weight and uh, they've lost 20 pounds. Collectively, maybe. Uh, we don't know. Possibly, we're not sure. Possibly, collectively. Are people just not nice anymore? No, I think you're being dramatic. Not, ev- not the whole world just didn't be like, we're not going to compliment anybody anymore. I feel like maybe it's just not uh, as noticeable as it is to you because your pants fit differently or whatever. It's not, it's harder for everybody else to notice you that isn't looking at your body every day mm. the same way you are. So I feel like you just need to relax a little bit. And, you know, if you want some attention, maybe po- post a before and after picture on Facebook. And then you'll get all the attention you want. Uh, yeah, but you might want to do a little more than just 20 pounds because, once again, people are going to notice. Yeah, but okay. That picture, you're not no, going to notice. You just post it on Facebook with your before and after. And regardless, if you've gained 10 pounds <laughs> since your before picture, one, you can pose to make yourself look better. Okay. And two, okay. you're still going to be like, oh, congratulations, Sal. Yeah, you did yeah, a great job. Yeah, yeah you'll get all those uh, sympathy likes. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, pity likes. Pity likes. That's what it is. Gimpy. Jeez, man. Stop fishing. All right. Get over it. Nobody's paying attention, and it's okay. All right? If you want people to pay attention or notice or give you a compliment or what the hell ever, try a little bit harder and don't say crap until you've lost at least 50 when it's noticeable. That's that. Someone said in awesome Texas, how do we know they didn't lose 20 pounds over five years? <laughs> right? It's true. <laughs> right? Since uh, 92, I've <laughs> shaved off 17 pounds. How has nobody said anything? Uh, Oh, good for you. <laughs> you want to send someone's heart into a flutter, tell them they lost weight. I'm not kidding, man. Even if you, nothing's, nothing feels more oh, magical. Atlanta. Nothing feels more magical than you've lost weight and haven't done anything and someone's noticing, which doesn't work, by the way. Right. They're lying to you. I'm sorry if I've ruined it for a bunch of people. But yeah, I am a big believer. You get out of the world what you put in. So if you think people aren't being nice, maybe you need to be nicer. That is a good way to look at it. And then see, sometimes if you're looking for bad stuff, you will find bad stuff. So maybe 
Look for good stuff and say good things, and you'll get it back. Fill your karma tank. Yeah. Uh, All right, we got to take a break. You can always send an email, show at KMOD.com. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. A new survey finds the vast majority of drivers freely admit to speeding. I, when I've gotten pulled over, most recently I got pulled over and I, he asked me if I was, you know, what was going on with the speeding and I was like, yeah. Sorry. I, I lost, I lost track of what was going on, I guess. Zoned out, got a I intentionally was going five over the speed limit or whatever I was doing, right? Mm. Well, 82% admitted that they drive over the speed limit by as much as 15 miles per hour, according to carinsurance.com. The survey also asked about excuses used when stopped by the police. 24% claimed they didn't realize they were speeding. 18% said they were late for work. And 14% remarked they were going as fast as everyone else. There were other excuses and were effective. Half of the drivers surveyed avoided speeding tickets by providing an excuse... Like some of the ones we we gave, the survey also found that asking for a warning also works. I would have never thought to ask for a warning. No way, man. No oh, like, way. hey, instead of giving you a ticket, I'm really sorry. Can you just give me a warning instead? Like, hey, it doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't hurt to ask. You're right. I mean, what's the worst you're going to get? I take it. Right? Like I, like, I got pulled over. It's the first time I had been pulled over in nine, ten years. Mm-hmm. Wow. I should have asked for a warning. Hey, you can look at my record the last time I had a speeding ticket. Yeah. Do you, if you think it's worthy of a warning, will you, see, I think that's the trick, right? Mm. You can't go, will you give me a warning? I have to, you have to like put it on them. Right. Hey, if you think it's worthy of a warning. No, sir. I got to teach you a lesson. I sure would. I, golly <laughs> gee, mister. I sure would appreciate a warning. I also think you've lost weight. <laughs> right. <laughs> that that vest is slimming. Oh my god! Literally slimming because it's so tight. Such handsome police. Is that a new gun? Now. Right, right. Look at the size of your pistol. Look at the barrel on that thing, sir. Good for you. Kudos. Uh, can I get a warning? <laughs> and I'm gonna need a warning, please. Just get that one of those. I donate to the police commission or whatever. Ooh. College football notes a former Penn State doctor filed a lawsuit Monday morning alleging that the football coach, James Franklin, tried to pressure him to clear injured players to return to the field. The lawsuit also alleges that after the plaintiff reported uh, Franklin's actions to various Penn State department heads, he was removed from two positions that he held on the athletic department's medical staff. To Oklahoma, where Lincoln Riley was asked about the positive changes on the defensive side and what would be uh, the most positive outcome for the Sooners defense on Sunday. Lincoln Riley's quote was, it's communication against an up-tempo offense. It's flying around to the football to create turnovers or negative plays, and it's tackling well. Lincoln Riley is well aware of what the fan reaction could be if the Sooners defense is not dominant coming up on Sunday. And he also preached patience with the fans with the new defensive staff. Lincoln Riley also named that there is no depth chart at all 
listed in the media notes and said they have multiple position battles that are going on. They have some spots that uh, this week will shake themselves out before we find out who the true starters are going to be for the Sooners against Houston. Drillers are headed back to the playoffs for the third straight season, and they will uh, begin on Wednesday, September 4th in North Little Rock, the Drillers will have the opportunity to host games three and four and possibly game five. Those would last between September 6th and 8th. And one final note from the NFL, the Patriots starting center, David Andrews, hospitalized because of blood clots in his lungs. His 2019 season is in jeopardy. Team captain in his fifth NFL season. He continues to undergo tests to pinpoint the cause of the clots, according to multiple sources. It's Balls to the Wall Sports, Jeremy Poplin, 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. And also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. To tell the truth, your chance to get to know the show better, let's go ahead and get, sh- get started. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. Literally went to the bathroom, someone stopped me and was like, did you lose weight? <laughs> uh, so your chance to get to know the show better ask any question that you want. Uh, I have one. I saw this online. I think it's a fantastic question. You get $1,000 for every crime committed. You have one week to get a million dollars. What crimes do you commit? Just a thousand dollars for every crime. Yeah. Okay. This is so easy. Tell me. I am opening all of Jeff's mail. We're not married. It's not addressed to me. Easy access to it. Okay. And I feel like I could easily rack up to a million dollars quickly. No, you would need a thousand pieces of mail. And you have seven days. Ooh. Is that right? A thousand? Yeah, I think a thousand pieces. Okay. Is that right? Well, is it not enough mail? No, I don't have a thousand pieces of mail at my house. That's true. Okay, so then I would open a hundred pieces of mail, and then I would run every stop sign. You guys get a hundred pieces of mail in seven days. I mean, and we also have mail that like he's got a bunch of like bank stuff that he saves but it isn't opened. Okay. So, yeah, and then so then I would run every single stop sign. And then on my way Dangerous. to... Dangerous. Now you're causing accidents. I mean, no. There's not always people at stop signs. Sometimes you just have to stop to stop. Like, there's a stop sign um, when I'm pulling out you of my... Do that now. When I'm pulling out of my neighborhood. And, you know, I pause. Regardless of what it is, you'd have to commit it a thousand times. Yeah. So... So let's say you do a hundred... Now you've done a hundred stop signs. Mm-hmm. You're not even close yet. That's a tough one, man. That's yes. really tough because, what I mean, you got to do a lot of stuff. A thousand times. Yeah. I think you're on the right track. You're picking small things. I think that's right. Because mm-hmm. you want to do things you might not get caught. Mm-hmm. Speeding. Speeding, right? Running stop signs. Oh, not using my blinker every time I make a, a switch lanes. A thousand things. It would be damn near impossible. Yeah, yeah. You would have to. Yeah, it would so become your full-time job for a week. Yeah. And so even it, then, I doubt. This is a Brewster's Millions thing. You're not going to get it even in the week. No, I bet you could. Because think about it. If you just 
switch lanes without using your blinker. You can switch back and forth. Yeah, a but bunch you have to commit times. a crime, and to commit a crime, you have to get caught. That's oh. the key thing right there. Then yeah, there's no way. This isn't doing things that you know slide under the radar, you know. But the thing is, it's like, all right, so you get caught, you're going, you're going to get in trouble, you're going to go to jail, right? So boom, your uh, your your mission's over. All right, because I mean, unless you're committing crimes in jail to collect that okay. thousand, and you still got to get caught. You would have to commit twelve crimes an hour. Twelve crimes an hour. And get caught. Yeah. There's no way. Assuming a 12-hour day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no I way. don't think you could do it. No. No. There's Unless no you way. did 12, you, one crime to get caught, that, but you had they tack all these other ones on. Okay. So, okay, I get what you're saying. So let's just go out and get, like, a pound of weed, all right? And then you got that pound of weed, and now you got baggies in there, too, all right? You got scales on there as well. And a so, gun. And a gun, all right? So now you got uh, possession. You got uh, intent because you have bags and scales. Yeah, but now you're committing felonies, right? So <laughs> if, you, if you commit another felony, like, you're not going to get out. Right. That's, that's the trick right there is you're going to get caught, and your mission's over the first time you get caught. Unless it's something stupid like not using your blinker, jaywalking, stuff like that. All uh, right. To tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD. Here's a text. What's the useless talent you have, Sam? I feel like all my talents are very useful. <laughs> oh, I can roll my tongue. That's mine. And that's a, that, that has gotten you what? I mean, it's just a cool thing that not everybody can do. Uh, you have to be talented in order to do it, and it's useful. Do it again. Well, you got a camera. Oh, yeah, Derek. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out, because it's like roll or is it taco? Oh, yeah, that's that's like a wave. Uh-huh. Your tongue's waving at me. And I can taco my tongue. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can, I can, I can taco tongue, but I can't do the wave. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's weird. And I can fold my tongue in like an origami. Yeah. Um, Gimpy, what's yours? Uh, useless knowledge just stupid stuff when you're like, how did you know that? Or whatever. I just, where I picked it up. Well, you didn't know that seals have a happy pose, so that I did. you don't I, know I everything. I learned something new today, so now I will chalk that up to more of my useless knowledge. They when have seals, a happy pose? I guess yeah, so. Yeah, when they are in the shape of a banana, like they curve their their uh, back to look like a banana, then Arch that means they're extremely... sexy. No, Is that like a dog wagging its tail is happy? No, it's literally when seals are happy, they get in that happy pose. And how do we know this? I don't know. Maybe told us. did you read yeah. it on a meme or something? <laughs> no, I was re- I was watching because like there's some things that always in my Instagram feed: seals, penguin stuff, puppies, and it was like this little clip about seals, and that was one of the facts I learned. Mine would be I want to say like my u- I always know north, south, east, west, but that's not useless. That's mm-hmm. incredibly beneficial. <laughs> yeah, that has benefited benefited me more times than not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll go useless information. Yeah. Time's I think everybody has that, actually. Like useless have, information? Yeah, like you have random facts that you know that's useless, like the seal thing or Gimpy knows about chimpanzees or mm-hmm. whatever. I think every person has some kind of wealth of useless knowledge in them. I have a thing for time. I can usually, without looking at a watch or clock or anything, get the time within a couple of minutes of the actual time. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's weird how it works out because I'm like, what time is it? About 2.30 or so? And whoever's next to me will check their clock Within or whatever. a few minutes is what you said. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's insane, dude. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm like, what is it? About like 2.30 or so? They'll look at the phone and they're like, yeah, 2.31 to be exact. I'm going to test this. Okay. Uh, Can't do it now because I got clocks all over. And I saw you look at the clock, and we're doing a segment that happens at 9, so yes. (laughs) 
Uh, your other useless talent is being able to sniff people. Yeah, I, I can smell people. I mean, anybody can smell anybody, but I can but tell who's in has, the building. Yeah, he has like a, an, a crazy good sniffer. I want to test that too. <laughs> he, he can't like, he can, I remember one time when you were gone, I was like, is DC here yet? And he was like, I haven't seen him, but I smelled him. He walked down the hall and he was like, he that literally. doesn't mean anything. If DC wears cologne and, and he's constantly walking for a smoke break, that's not <laughs> damn near impossible for that I, to, to happen. I can't smell if DC's been in the hall. He really does have a good sniffer. He does. I've put it like, to use a lot over the years. Then who's here? Well, right now, it's uh, Lunchbox. I didn't notice that until I walked by, and I was like, because I can smell his studio when he's in there. You know, it's just a certain go smell see, that he has. Sam, go see if Lunchbox is here. And then, uh, of course, Steve Scott, you can tell when he's here as well. Yeah, but he's no here when we're here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But even when I'm, you know, we're not here scheduled regularly, uh, I can walk by and be like, smells like potatoes in here. Steve must be around. <laughs> he it's, smells like potatoes? He smells like potatoes. Like a, a, like a russet, you pull it out of the bag and... Boom. There it is. Steve Scott potato. So Sam went down the hall to see if Lunchbox is here. And the door is closed, so you cannot tell from the hall whether or not he's in there. You have to open the door to see. And he's here. He's in there. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Useless talents. <laughs> Did, was he like, hey. Yeah. Literally, he was like, hey. was like, oh, we're just talking about you. Bye. Right. We could smell you. Yeah. 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 Smell you down the hall. You nasty. Right. <laughs> you had to have seen him. I'm not buying it. No, everybody's he, got their own personal smell, man. He really does. I am with you. <laughs> it no. sounds bizarre. It sounds unbelievable. He really does. Can So if we put blindfolded you and put like four people that work in this building, yeah. you would be able to know who's who just off their smell. I would like to say yes. I'm going but that's to what say you're, yes. But that yes, is yes, what yes, you're yeah. saying. Yes, yes, and I think, yes, too, I probably yeah. random salespeople, mm -hmm. he would yeah, not know. Of course not. Yeah, I think, like, the KMOD staff, Brady, Definitely Heather, yeah. DC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he could. We're putting this to the test. Okay, fun. We, probably, we can't. We won't do it on the air because smelling isn't a great. No, but radio we can do it thing. on our podcast. We could blindfold you, and I could bring somebody in here and not tell you who it is, and you have to guess by smelling. We could yeah. do that on the morning dump today. Yeah, we might do that, um, but we could also do a video thing too. Yeah, do both. Because like watching it. him sniff people might be hilarious. <laughs> well, no, like not even because I too feel like if you put Lynn Hernandez, if you if you blindfolded me and then put DC within a foot radius of me, I would know it's DC by their presence. I could tell who it is, mm. but if they just walked they in, have the to room, be in the room, just in the room, yeah. So you think that if we just put him in the room, you would know who the, who it is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, I think so. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also believe that he could do that. <laughs> no way. I, no way. I, I, I can't I, wait to find, I, figure this out. I, I believe in you. By the way, uh -huh. even if you that we do that and you can't do it, that doesn't mean you still don't smell people when they come right, in. Right, right. Because you're here before anyone else, so your nose threshold is set. Absolutely. It's a clean slate when I walk into this place. And maybe Absolutely. I'm a little too busy to notice what people smell like when they come in. I don't go... <laughs> <laughs> I don't go sniffing them out like a bloodhound or nothing. It's just I've picked up over the years of working with, with you guys. It's like, this is your smell. This is the Dawn smell. This is Sam's smell. I can smell Sam uh, like because in the morning. <laughs> no, listen. It sounds so horrible. It, it is. It is. Well, when, like in the morning before everybody gets here, I'll go down and I'll smoke or whatever after I get done with all my prep or whatnots. And then there's times when Sam comes in while I'm out, right? There are plenty of times you come mm -hmm. in, Sam, and I'm not here. Yeah. But I'll walk back in. Sam's here. 
And that's downstairs. That's even before I hit up here. That's downstairs. I'm like, Sam's here. It Sam's sounds here. like I'm here. so yeah, stinky. I agree. It, you're not stinky. Uh-huh. Vape. Vape and perfumes, colognes, it, it, deodorants. It's oh. ha- it hang. You, the a vape smell hangs. And if okay. You, not you, but sure. if you've been smoking, it hangs. Mm-hmm. A right. heavy cologne hangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's probably it, what it is. Too like a gimpy. Well, I no, no. I can only smell you if you've gone to smoke. Like I'm if you have been. Coming back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, I can smell that trail down the hall. And somebody walking in the building, because that's what I'm envisioning here. Like DC walking in doesn't walk by the door. He's you know ninety feet. Yeah. There's no, like th- that would imply the smell permeates all the way down here. Mm-hmm. No, it's, he has to walk through the cloud. It even even that how you're saying it has to permeate. No, whatever little tiny little particles of scent that there are, <laughs> he picks up on it. He can. I I it is truly amazing. He really can. DC does not have to walk down the hall for him to. Have been able to smell him. No. Okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna test this. I love it. Uh, Gimpy is a dog. A W G. When did you screw everything up? But no one ever found out it was you. <laughs> Sam. Why would I tell you? <laughs> right. Never. I've never screwed anything up ever. Uh, Gimpy. Pick a date. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm sure. Four minutes ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. There was another one here about divorce that was, oh, would you rather lose everything you own in a wrongful death lawsuit in a divorce or to your kids because they found you mentally incompetent? How easy is this? To me, this is easy. Yeah, to my kids, because at least they get everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right with you. Your divorce, you ain't ever seeing that again. Yeah, the last one, because true... And they're my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm mentally incompetent anyway, so <laughs> that's probably the thing I've gotten away with that uh, you never knew. There you go. Uh, what's the worst commercial you've recently seen, and why is it so bad? I'll go oh. while you tour. Go ahead. Well, okay, so uh, there was one I posted on our Facebook page, and it's a gun commercial. <laughs> and A gun, like yeah. go buy the Springfield XDM? It's a, it's a gun shop. Okay. And uh, it was for their Facebook page. And I guess on Facebook, you can't advertise guns. So they just bleeped out every time he said the word guns. That's funny. And they did it a bunch of times in a row. That's funny. And it's some gun shop in Duncan, Oklahoma. And it has stuck with me because it is so bad that it's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Gimpy? Yeah, I don't have anything that's coming to top of mind, to be honest with you. Because the ones that I, that I stick out are the awesome ones. Like Limu Emu for whatever reason, dude. I just seen Shaq on a you know doing a uh, an ad for Carnival Cruise. All right, pretty lame, but yet awesome at the same time because it's Shaq and he's dressed up as a boat captain, dude. Limu Emu, tell you man, it makes no sense, <laughs> but yet it does. But it doesn't. Stupid. It's Yo, so stupid. He gets mad every time he sees another bird. That looks like him. For those that can't see, Gimpy's doing what an emu does with its neck when it's walking <laughs> around. And it's Limu because it's Liberty Mutual, like yeah. Liberty Mutual, Limu, yeah. Limu, Emu. It's so funny. Like they literally are like, what do we? What rhymes with the emu? Nothing. Or right. what rhymes with our with Liberty? Ah, uh, why don't we just shorten and do Limu, Emu? Brilliant. Either that, or they got tired of the gecko taking all the spotlight. Uh, well, or that stupid camel. Well, I mean, well, the gecko's never gonna 
Geico's a brilliant. The agency that runs that is brilliant too. Oh, yeah. Because there are multiple commercials happening at the same time. It spawned a goddamn sitcom. Yes. Of all Caveman. things. Yeah. 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 Uh, Labor Day weekend, we'll end with this. What's your favorite food item? Oh, we have I- someone on hold. Okay. What's your favorite food item to cook on the grill? Oh, uh, oh. So, Sam, for you, what's Jeff's favorite food item yeah, to cook on the say, grill? I don't grill. And so um, I like when he makes brats. I love sausage. <laughs> yeah, this just in. Rain's still wet. Gimpy? Uh, does it have to be grilled, or would you consider smoking as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay, turkey, man. Every every holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, I get up butt early in the morning, and I smoke a turkey for 12 hours straight. And I love it. I love it. Um, Steak. Steak or burgers, man. There's, I don't care whose house you go over to. If they're cooking burgers, you're like, yeah, man, America. Don't eat sausage. It, it just, you're like, that's awesome. Burgers, heck yeah. So I'm going to go with burgers, I think. It's always safe. Mm. It's always delicious. Something about when you lift the grill and the smoke from the burgers and the juice hitting the... Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Go to the phone here. Uh, Brian... Braden's been holding. I'm sorry, Braden. What's your? Uh, what do you have for us for to tell the truth? Hey, I was just wondering uh, what your guys' favorite charitable don- donations were and why. Favorite charitable donations, Sam? Yeah, like um, organizations that you can donate to. Toys for Tots. Because we do and our toy drive, our 20-hour toy drive. And every year, I was just thinking about this, that... Uh, I usually get girl stuff like curling iron, straightener, that kind of stuff, makeup kits. And uh, I had just seen a slick deal on some good straighteners. And I was like, oh, I better, you know, stock up now so I can donate even more. Gimby. To be different from Sam, uh, it's going to be cancer socks with Rick Horton and the crew. Do so much to help them out. And I'm always constantly there, you know, working with them or whatever, whether it's Fairway to Hell or whatever the hell else we've gotten ourselves into. Uh, they're good people, and they, they do good things. Um, besides the ones that we're already involved in, uh, mine are uh, Divis, uh, Emergency Infant Services, and Mental Health Association of Oklahoma. Those are the ones that... Uh, and each one of those, because uh, what they do at Divis for people that are in tough situations is pretty awesome. Uh, and then Mental Health Association of Oklahoma, because there are so many people out there that are dealing with whatever, whether it be because they're in prison, tough times financially, tough times with family, that you know there's resources out there to help them stay on their feet or get on their feet, that I think is important. Uh, and then emergency infant services, because having a child is damn terrifying. And then to not have money to buy diapers or formula or get a crib or any of those things you need to raise a child uh, is really sad and makes a really tough situation incredibly more hard more hard than it, it, it should be so uh, that's why what about you man that's awesome uh, cancer sucks is, is who I donate to so I'm right there with Gabby right on all right man thank you so much all right thank you for the record we I said Ones that we're not already involved in. Right, right, right. Those are the only ones that I am involved in. Uh, All right, we got to take a break, and we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. 
You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's uh, clean some things up here. Uh, Ronda Rousey is going to be joining the TV show Total Divas. Nice. If you're familiar with that show. It's a, it's a wrestling show, but it's not. It's more Real Housewives than it is wrestling. Yeah. And she will be on it. Awesome. As, she was already kind of on it. Diva or? Yeah. She is a diva. Okay. I'm not, that's, okay. I'm not being in the wrestling term. Okay. She's a diva. Okay. She's got her little plaid skirt. Says Ronda Rousey on it. Mm. Her little cute outfit. Yeah. Do you, do you know what that's from? I think it's. It's inspiration from another wrestler. Yeah. Oh, I know. Rowdy. Rowdy somebody. Well, it says Rowdy on hers. Yeah, but there's another wrestler that's like yes. Rowdy somebody. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yeah. Okay. That's the guy. I can't believe you didn't. Can't believe you didn't know that. Jeez. Good <laughs> together. Uh, this is a bizarre story that has to do with Dairy Queen, and Dairy Queen had to come out and say, "Hey, we don't use human meat." <laughs> it happened in South Carolina. They had to send out a tweet saying that in response to questions over the internet because people complained that a burger there was made out of human meat, prompting a visit from a corporate inspector and the FBI. Wow. The restaurant manager said state officials, the FBI, and Homeland Security have all made visits to the restaurant, but clarified that they were investigating an unlicensed money transfer business. No one at the DQ was charged or arrested. Dairy Queen has assured the public that their burgers are 100% beef with no additives or fillers, and that hasn't satisfied anyone, so it's still a thing out there about it being them using human. How would you know if they were or not? I mean, aside from uh, I don't even know foot, the joke. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Sam, how would they know? <laughs> I feel like you or Gimby is going to be the one to tell me. Like, hmm, can't quite put my mm. finger on it. This but is a this little saltier than usual. Tastes like something I've had before. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> That's the hairs, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, with you too. <laughs> See if I had another one here. Oh, have you seen the kid that drove 112 miles an hour on the highway? I don't understand. I don't know what just happened. I don't understand the uh, 112 miles an hour, like how a kid even gets eight years old, I think, is how old he was. Holy crap. Good God. And this was in Germany, if I remember correctly. Oh. What does that mean? Because they had the Autobahn there, don't they? that makes sense. But the Autobahn isn't what you think it is. Well, I mean, it makes more sense that you could go that fast there than here. I don't see someone... In Montana, there's no speed limit. What? You can you can go 112 miles per hour in Montana if you want to? If I remember correctly, there are parts of Montana where there is no speed limit. That seems insane. Why? Because, like, I just figure every road has a speed limit because they don't want people going 130 Checking here. Yeah, it says only one state, Montana, is left unspoiled with no daytime speed limit. At night, speeds are restricted to 65 on the interstate highways and 55 on two-lane highways. So as long as the sun's up, you can drive as fast as you want to. What? 
What? Then how do you ever get a speeding ticket there? Well, you, oh, speed you speed at night. At night. Yeah. Well, or not on a highway. Well, you asked. Uh, well, obviously. That's crazy. I mean, what you're saying, you're, you're, you're putting cart before horse. There would be no need for a speed limit, a speeding ticket on the highways during the day. Yeah, that's that's crazy. People are always like, oh, the Audubon, the Audubon. Man, Montana. Right. Uh, according to this article, it says uh, Nevada is also one of the ones that doesn't have speed limits through it. As of February, they're saying California might join into it. Well, that's wow. scary. I think you have to have speed limits on the highway. Right? Like, think about the turnpike. Yeah. No speed limit on the turnpike. I think people already drive crazy on the turnpike. Mm-hmm. It's not about the people that would go fast. It's about the people not going that same speed. Right. It, yeah, it just seems dangerous to not have like, hey, let's all agree we're going to go this fast. Yeah. I think like with Montana where there's wide open spaces like that, that's acceptable. You don't see another car for yeah miles and miles and miles and miles. Drive as fast as you want. Rip it up. It's okay. Wide open spaces. Places like California, though. Where it's yeah. very highly populated and very dense, right? Yeah. I don't think that's a good I idea. I think they're referring to parts of California where there is, it's, okay. it's very farm. A lot, you know, it's like everybody thinks New York looks like New York City. That's not true. Mm-hmm. 98% of New York, the state, looks like the countryside. Right, right. So maybe like Northern California, something like that, away from Central California, yeah. yeah. But even in, okay, like Helena. Montana. Okay. Like the, that's I had to Google that. Make sure that was a <laughs> I did Google that, just so you know. But, like, it, I get what Gibby's saying, like, oh, if it's all open road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not everywhere is open road. So right. it, it would seem nuts to not have a speed limit there. Yeah. Someone sending a text, and this is an excellent point. You don't get a speeding t- ticket. You would get a reckless driving ticket. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you can pedal, you know, pedal to the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can you, still get pulled over for being reckless. Hold on. There's no limits. Yeah, but you're driving reckless. By whose definition? If I'm going 112. Right. If you're not being safe, that would be considered reckless. So one could argue that if you're going super, yeah, it's open to interpretation. Mm -hmm. But it still would be reckless. I mean, well, thank God that there is speed limits everywhere that I've lived because 16-year-old me needs those restrictions. Like, oh. There's no, there's nothing posted. I can go 100. Just open this baby up. See how fast she can go in my 96 Dodge Saturn. <laughs> Dodge Saturn? Yeah, that was my first car. So tailgating is an example of, of reckless driving, illegal passing, waving through traffic. That's illegal. Stop doing it. <laughs> People do that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, no, you go ahead. I've been sitting here waiting, but you go ahead. No, or turn. Go ahead and turn. Yeah, that's reckless. That's illegal. Oh, I thought you meant weaving through traffic. You mean by just like telling someone to go. Yeah, that's weaving. I said waving. Oh. (laughs) Waving Uh, like go. Right. Telling people that's directing traffic. You have no right, no authority (laughs) to do that. Correct. But yet we're nice people and we'll sit there at a four-way for hours. No, you go. Uh, Speeding excessively of over 25 miles over the posted speed limit. And that's what Sam's saying is, Mm -hmm. well, well, that's that. I think 50 over... An acceptable amount is a little ridiculous. 100, for an example, I think would be a little over the top. Yeah. But there's nothing posted. Understood. But maybe there's a minimum? Seen that before. Uh, I would. 
I have an issue with that, Montana. Your entire state. I don't well, like the way listen, you roll. I don't think Montana has anything to worry about with you visiting anytime soon. That's true. I don't think you have a desire to go to Montana. I would love to go to Montana, not Hell to ride yeah. the highways. Hell yeah. I want to go to Jackson Hole. I'm good. It's <laughs> beautiful. It looks so gorgeous there. Montana looks amazing. Yeah, you should really, you know, do your research on that one, Sam. And I always say that, just Google image search. It's it's great. Settle, Gimpy. Well, no, I'm just saying that's how you do your research or whatever, you know. Settle. So do you. Yeah, oh, settle. Listen, I learned it from her. Right, like, right. Her. her. Right. <laughs> it's all her fault. I didn't do anything. Right. <laughs> Not me, it's her. Uh, let's see here. What was another thing somebody sent me? Oh, uh... Pete Davidson used the R word in commenting to a uh, to like an audience. Let's see if I can find that here. I had it a second ago. Uh, Pete Davidson yelled at a U- UCF crowd for phone use and calls them retarded. Can't do that, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I, I potentially, I I don't have. I'm not threatened by that word. There are people that are, and you know. He clearly isn't making a joke at that time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it seems a little bizarre. Have you seen the guy that rode across the Atlantic? What do you mean by road? Because when you say ride, it's like either a horse or a motorcycle. Well, I said the Atlantic, so what do you think? Well, I'm assuming What's the Atlantic? it's like a boat. Yeah. You know, but I don't know if you ride a boat. He rode solo across the North Atlantic Ocean. Good for hope. Uh... <laughs> I mean, everybody needs goals. I can understand that. He did 3,000 miles on a boat. Damn. That's a lot of up and down and back and forth and swaying and seasickness and that. Just so you could be in a bar and be like, I rode a boat 3,000 miles. Right. And you're vegan? Like, great. Good Mm. for you, man. I wonder, like, how does that turn into a thing you want to do? You've done everything else. You've right. already learned four languages. You've already played Scrabble as much as you can. And you're like, well, the end of the line here, I guess I just need to row 3,000 miles. So I'm looking. Th- this has happened a lot. People crossing the Atlantic? Yes. I've heard, I've heard of uh, people like taking a sailboat to uh, oh. you know, England or whatever. Sorry, I got it wrong. Mm-hmm. I, got, I, I got it wrong. Okay. He paddle boarded from California to Hawaii. Jesus! Oh my God, that is brutal. That doesn't seem like it's that far away. That's like what? from it's a, a six-hour flight. Yeah, it's, it's like, a six-hour flight. Have you ever been paddleboarding, Gimpy? Uh, well, let's no. get we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> Distance is what we're talking yeah, here, dude. Yeah. It's a super long flight. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't seem like it's that far away. It's like that's like three thousand miles or something. People, uh, I mean, you hear people coming from Cuba to Florida all the time. People not will, the same distance. Will paddle. You know, not the same distance. And, and that's where I'm at. 90 you know, miles. In my head. 90 miles okay. from the tip of Florida to Cuba. Okay. All right. It makes sense. But in my head, I'm looking at the map in my head. They look like, you know, it's just an inch away. That's because. <laughs> on Cal- California, Hawaii is an inch away? You, I don't know what map um, you've been looking at. Well, like on the square maps, it's like close, mm-hmm. the same way that they take Alaska. Because they and take they bring a chunk out, and yeah. yeah. Right. It's twenty, <laughs> nearly twenty five hundred miles. Yeah. From California to Hawaii. Well, that's you say it like it's not that far. Uh, you know, that's a long distance for sure. It's just like I said, looking at the map in my head, it didn't look like it was that far away. Especially paddleboarding is not easy. 
It is it, really hard. Obviously, it's mostly all your yeah. arms. Yeah. And just, so to do that, it, and to even just stay balanced is pretty tough. So that's got to be, I don't know how you could do that um, with waves and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you were to drive to Calif- from California to Hawaii, going the speed limit, 65 miles an hour, yeah. it would take 38 hours. Damn. It yeah. isn't close. Okay. My bad. I misspoke. It's super far. <laughs> Uh, never but the paddle, the map in my head again. The paddle probably shouldn't. <laughs> the paddle boarding thing is crazy. Yeah. To me, the wave part is the part that's you, you dramatically underestimate. Yeah. Just, Moana had so much trouble. Yeah, rough seas, man. <laughs> and she had the the you know the god of the sea or goddess of the sea or whatever right. with her. I went paddle boarding at Lake Keystone, and it's uh-huh. a lake. Flat. Yeah, not it still has waves, but not like yeah, yeah, yeah. not ocean waves. Yeah, and it was hard to you know stay upright. I can't even imagine if there was any kind of inclement weather going across the ocean like that. And right. sharks! Oh my god! And you're going two miles. It had to have taken a week Minimum. for him to paddle paddleboard. Like when that one woman she uh, swam the English Channel or something like that. They like have a boat that follows you that you sleep on the boat and then you you know right the anchor or right, whatever and, and then, then you like do it longer yeah, and longer and longer. They're moving it along. Yeah, it's not like continuous. Drifting. Yeah, he got he got power bars for sure. <laughs> we got to take a break <laughs> and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show, the Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. Ninety-seven five KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Going to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today? Well, Dodge doesn't make a Saturn. It's just a Saturn car, you wiki dicks. And, (laughs) of course, I love sausage. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I learned, uh, Corbin, you have wonderful eyes. And I also learned, be like Duncan. Shoot your jelly in the hole, man. Uh, I learned that uh, Gimpy's um, quality that he has, uh, a useless talent is that he has useless knowledge. Well, except that I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, and I also learned that Dairy Queen serving meat, now endorsed by Sam. Yeah, Human meat. <laughs> As Corbin say, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Stephen Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy. And I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa.
so many people were not expecting this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm one of them. Why? I love this song. I have it on so many mixes to put me in a good mood in the morning. It just is such a happy, wonderful song. Even though it's kind of messed up because the girl is just leading this guy on. But it's just got such a happy tune and it's wonderful. I love it. What is it about it you love? Because as you pointed out, it's not a happy song. Because it sounds happy. And it's just like... <laughs> it's misleading though. Yeah. I just love it. I wanted to see real quick. Okay. This is... Build Me Up Buttercup by The Foundations. Uh, let's see. A successful songwriter also wrote The Foundations, Baby, Now That I Found You, which is also a great song. Uh, David Essex, who was unknown at the time, went on to success with Rock On, was offered the song, but he turned it down. It's in the 98 film There's Something About Mary. It was featured in a 2001 pilot episode of Alias, which is a great show if you've ever seen Alias mm. with Jennifer Garner. Um, that's really it. There's nothing that much. I always thought it said, fill me up. Fill me up, buttercup. When, what is it? What are they saying? Build me up. Build me up, buttercup. Oh. Fill me up, buttercup. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Oh. It's like a completely different song. Changes the song. <laughs> it is a little happier song than And I didn't even realize this song was shitty until I would sing it to Jeff. Yeah. And like, oh, this is kind of mean. <laughs> but it just seems so positive. And probably because the... I need you more than anyone, darling. It seems like it's a nice thing to say, but it's you're right. but a you're really desperate guy. Just to knock me back down again. Yep. Bitch. Apparently there's a ukulele version of this song. See, that's that got why. Weird. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what, because there's a ukulele version? No, because no. it's fun to sing. And even Gimpy was like, well, what the hell is with this song? And then he's bopping along and singing because it's just a good mood song. You can't be grumpy and listen to that song. Hold on, so, I want to get the ukulele version. Go ahead. I love it. I was going to say, like, can you take, like, the most horrible, like, let's take Kim from Eminem and put <laughs> a happy, upbeat, you know, behind it, music behind it. Mm-hmm. Would that make it think like it's a, a positive song? For sure. Would, would that change things a oh, little bit? Oh, that one might be a <laughs> little too dramatic, actually. Right. My thought was like killing your wife, taking like, bad songs. Murder you. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> put you in the trunk of my car. <laughs> All right. Here is the, here, here it is. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ukulele version. What do you do? Hideous child. All of you still, I need you more than anyone, darling. You know that I have from the depressing. It's a depressing song. I know, but it's way more fun when there's like. I don't think the ukulele. I think the ukulele is one of the most underappreciated like instruments out there. I tried to learn. Me too. To play the ukulele, and I can't. Be careful. The, on base, they were offering free classes, and so I bought one, super excited, went for like three weeks, and I could just, I can't get my fat fucking sausage fingers to do what they're told! <laughs> I get it, I <laughs> the, get it. The girl that sings this, her name's Julia Nunez, as a child, she she turned into a very pretty girl, but uh, when she was younger, she she uh, looked had that weird, awkward look that Is that the girl that have. was on America's Got Talent? I have that- no idea. Julia Nunez is her name. Was she on America's Got Talent? I don't know. There was a girl that sang the ukulele that was on America's Got Talent that was like really big for a while. Maybe Grace or something. I don't know. Uh, I Julia Goodwin, maybe. No, I don't see a Julia 
No, I don't see a Julia Nunes on America's Got Talent. Wasn't yeah, I, okay. I can't see so, it. So this broad is just basically known for her YouTubery. I've never heard of this Julia Nunes before. Sorry, it's auto-playing there. I was like, uh, what the? Uh, yeah, she's making money on it. Yeah, I mean, good for her. And she can play the ukulele a whole hell of a lot better than I can. Yeah. What a mess playing the... Ugh. Um, all right, so... Um, you want to do it now? Yes. Okay. We got some business to settle. So Gimpy's going to put on the blindfold. Did you bring it in here with you? Oh, Sam did. Okay. So Gimpy's going to put on the blindfold. If you if you oh, haven't heard, Gimpy has a apparently a, a nose for the a nose, a, nose. A knack for the nose mm-hmm. and can smell things people specifically. Mostly, yeah, yeah, man. Before they're before they're here before he sees them. Right. And so we're going to put this to the test. Fun. We're going to bring somebody in the room. Mm-hmm. They're not going to they're just going to stand in the room. Okay. Is that going to be enough for them to just stand in the room, Gimpy? Uh, we'll I think find too out. it'll help with the wind because mm-hmm. the door will open and you know blow mm-hmm. their scent right in. <laughs> okay, no, I just want to make sure we're setting up parameters that you're you, yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah, acceptable yeah. of. I'm not expecting to go up and touch or anything. No, you like can't that. touch them. No, you yeah, can't. Go, yeah, you absolutely. can't get near them either. Yeah, I don't want to hear them speak. I don't want to touch them. I just want to maybe it, it get close if I need to and smell. Yeah, them. and That's I'd it. like for you to put your headphones on. Okay, that way you can't. Uh, hear them if they cough or whatever. Yeah, yeah, make that kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just trying to make this as an as authentic of a test as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't want to feel around for my headphones. I'm like, I know I put them around here somewhere. Yeah, and have you always like? Has this been a thing? Yeah, um, as far as I know, it's always been a thing. Like um, your family is always like. No, my family's I mean, never said anything. It's just mostly something that I've just done over the years and picked up. Where's my cord? And. What are you trying to do? I was just trying to, you know, because these these uh, headphone cords, these cables are like 15 miles long, and I don't like getting tangled up, and then I'm going to trip myself, and it's just not good. So I was just getting a handle on my my, my cord. Yeah, there. and I think what we'll do is we'll have somebody come in. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. you will then guess. Okay. When you're ready to make your guess, mm-hmm. and then we will write down whether I will write down whether you got it correct or not. Mm-hmm. And then bring another person in, okay? Because yeah. I don't want their your response and whether you're getting it right or wrong mm-hmm. to in you know mess with you. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good, man. I just you're good. I feel really weird, um, just sitting here blindfolded. Heck yeah, man. Mess with your senses. Yeah, yeah. That's why I had to make sure that my nose was. That's about as clean as it's going to get. So. Yeah. Go ahead. We're we're ready. Yeah. And just so you know, Sam, what we're doing is. Um, we are going to write down whether they get it right or not. We're not going to let them know that they got it right. Uh, all right. So the person's in the room. And uh, I'm simply just going to back away because I got to get a little bit closer. I mean, I can't. Oh, you want them to come a little bit closer to yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, you know, like I said, I'm not going to touch. Okay. Just I don't, don't move your arms any around. Or anything. Just don't move your arms around. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure that we're, we're close now. Okay. Are we relatively close. Yeah. Like, yeah what yeah. am I looking at here? Yeah. Oh, he's trying. Just. St- yeah, stay there. Stay there. You stay there, Gimpy. Tell me when you think you're. He's he's sniffing, kind of sniffing the air. We're seeing if Gimpy has his skill set of quite the nose. Oh, oh, he's got a whiff. He may be onto something. Okay, all right. You're gonna. He's gonna leave, or she's gonna leave, <laughs> and then uh, somebody's we'll gonna down. leave. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm feeling pretty confident in that one. Okay, and then here is the next person. See, the downfall of this is like, this fucking mask smells like rubber. So I've got to go past the rubber smell, Shut right? the fuck no, up just and saying. just make your next I'm just guess. Saying. Quit just, giving excuses. I'm trying to, trying to, 
Just close. Yeah, you're good. You're good right there. Again, taking a smell. He's whiffing pretty good. Oh, he's leaned in for the smell. That one, he's got a big one. Oh, that's Clark. Clark, okay. So he's leaving, and you got one more, Sam, or is that it? That's it. That's it. They can come back in for the results if they'd like. Yeah, for sure. Leave your, leave your headphones well, take, on. Okay, can I take the mask off? No, no. Okay, we no. said headphones. Sorry. That's all. So Fun. your first person in, mm-hmm. uh, what did you smell that made you believe? It was the- Go ahead. Just come in and grab your stuff. Yeah. You, go. What is your? What, what did you smell? It was cologne at first, is what uh-huh. I smelled. Mm-hmm. And uh, Don's got this really uh, specific cologne. That's how I can smell him when he comes through the the building. I'm like, all right, that's that. And so you knew pretty much immediately. I felt pretty confident. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guessed uh, DC, mm-hmm. and it it was DC. Woo! That was, you you got that one. You got that one right. So far, I'm half right. Yes. Uh, the other person came in and you took a whiff. What did you smell? I smelled deodorant this time because, um, the, the scent of cologne was not as prevalent. And that's, that's a lot of the times that's what gives it away. And with Sammy, it's her perfume, her vape juice with the Don, it's his cologne. Uh, but everybody has their own certain scent, whether there be the deodorant or whatever. So that's why I had to get a little bit closer to the other person, to, to number two there, because I didn't get that immediate punch in the face of a cologne or whatever uh-huh. it was more like all right let's get a little bit closer and get the natural scent and i smelt the deodorant and it smelt it smelt vaguely familiar because usually around the the uh christmas party i'm get lit and i'll get clark a hug and we'll take a picture okay and you That's guessed I, you guessed clark yeah and if i told you it wasn't clark who would your second guess be my second guess would probably be lunchbox okay mm-hmm because okay. that was that was the toss up between the two. All right, and I'm like, mm, I'm just gonna go with go with number one. Well, you must have a racist nose because it was not Clark and it was not Lunchbox. <laughs> was, was it Beefcake? It was Brady. God yes. damn it! It was yeah. You can take your blindfold off. Fun, but, but listen, yeah, fifty percent. That's not. I mean, bad. it's it's not a it's a. You're far. You're so far up DC's ass that of course you're gonna get that smell right. <laughs> of course I am. But hey guys, hello, you're not. Everybody. It's like walking into a bar at the daylight, man. You take that thing off, you're like, "Fuck, son of yeah. a bitch!" All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's you still, you still pretty. I gotta tell you, I wouldn't know Clark's smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I know. I've known DC and Brazy for years, mm-hmm. and uh, over a decade, and I can't. I have no idea what their smell is. Yeah, yeah. I don't get too awful close to Brady, so that's probably why he threw me off a little bit there. But you know, I, I <laughs> oh, need, that that I need to hug you more often. Every Friday, we get pretty close to him. Yeah, he you is sit next to him to every Friday. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But yeah, I have no uh, idea. So right. I guess I guess you Give kind of know. Is racist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or he just knows people's I don't ass. He's so far up. Get out of here! With that. <laughs> get out of here! I smell cologne. Not shit. Listen, what? What? Nose, ass in there. Oh, God. I don't know what he had for dinner last night, but I know All if he's right. in the room. God damn. <laughs> wow. Uncomfortable. Thank you, gentlemen, Thank you for, for your assistance. Yourself to get sniffed. Thank you for your mm. smell. Mm. Very weird yeah. that you can do that. I, I can't tell you. Even Sam, I don't think I know her smell. Mm-hmm. If I we walk in in the morning and I smell something that's yeah. female-oriented, I just mm-hmm. guess it's Sam. Yeah, yeah. Because and, I have no, I mean, I'm just assuming she's the only other female in the building. She and really only, I don't use the same perfume every mm-hmm. day. Like I always switch. So it also, like me and Gimby have talked about his sniffer before. And um, 
You said that, like, in high school, there's a specific scent that reminds you of every girl because every girl used to wear it. Yeah. Red like, Door. Yeah. You know what I'm talking every about. Every girl. Is it? Yes. It's not, maybe not that particular brand, but there's a very highly popular, and it, 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 I, it's it fluctuates me over the years. Every, ever mm-hmm. since, because I'm just curious, Jeff, the one that he likes, because I think he probably associates with skanks in high school. Yeah. I hate because of that reason. Right. What is it? Juicy. Juicy. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming Red Door is the Dracar Noir for females. That's about right. Okay. Every girl bought Red Door. Oh, okay. Every girl had Red Door because they, they wanted the bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They felt like it was it was not, at least where I grew up. Yeah. And it fluctuates, like I said, it fluctuates throughout the years as, as perfumes sure. get popular or whatever. It'll switch from Red Door to some other jive or whatever. And you just, you, you smell like these women. You're like, I smelled you earlier today, but I've never seen you before. I, beard oil. And I've just recently started wearing occasional cologne and try to just do very, very tiny amounts for the reason to, it, it, it's weird what it does to my senses. What do you mean? It just makes me feel, it's like getting a haircut, right? When you get a haircut, you feel clean. Yeah. And so yeah. when I have a little spritz, mm-hmm. it's, it's different. It's like when you first get out of the shower, you smell the body wash or soap mm-hmm. or whatever you body use. Body wash, huh? Yeah, that's what I use. <laughs> it's uh, Old Spice Lavender, as a matter of fact. <laughs> what what a shit is good, stupid man. fucking combo. Homosexual old it spice. It smells fucking good. Though. I love la- I yeah. love the smell of lavender. Mm-hmm. To make it in a spice uh, with old spice is like, huh? Old that spice makes no isn't quite like what it used to no, be. No, I know that, you know, but the brand. Yeah, it makes, yeah. That's yeah. like you know having um, uh, petunia smell right. old spice. Like, right. huh? That right. makes no sense. Fucking Terry Crews sold me, man. I'm like, if it's really good for him, no, not dancing really. Pecs. Right. Some dancing He's like, yes, lather me up. My wife and I saw a game this weekend that I thought we would play. I don't know why this is certainly became in the game version of the show um but it's called uh we saw a movie with tina fey and amy poehler and they go on a retreat to a wine place it's on netflix I've seen that. it's pretty it's pretty adorable there's some cute one-liners it, it's not amazing it's more of hilarious to see them deal with being adults anyway they play a game in it called road less traveled and road less traveled is what would you have done what would have probably been the road less traveled if you would have taken that in the fork mm-hmm. right so i'll go ahead and go first road less traveled uh i would have become i would have went in the military and been a, an officer in the military or been in whatever was there a time that you were like in a recruiter's office uh, I was never in a recruiter's office, but I was told I wouldn't go to college, and my backup plan was to enlist mm-hmm. into the Navy. I, wouldn't that have been weird yeah. if our paths were still crossed? Uh, would we have banged? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you have a penis? Right. <laughs> Do you breathe oxygen? Right. Were you Even that's than me? optional. Right. Were, By the way, you, I don't know if that's specific to her. Were you my superior? Then yes. <laughs> um... So I think that would be the road less traveled uh, for me. Sam, road less traveled? Had I not joined the military, I think I probably would have still been, I wouldn't, I don't think I would have gone, I don't think I would have finished college because I really didn't anyways, but at least I got my associates. Right. And I feel like I would still be working as um, a CEO's assistant somewhere. I, I think I'd still be at that same company. You think so? Mm-hmm. And I remember if you would have stayed in school though and finished school, what was the plan? What would that, that would have been the road less traveled. What would that have been? Uh, I was going to try to be a news anchor. That's what I wanted. I know. Which I, I don't think that's far. I don't think that's far. Now that I was in the military and I saw what news anchors had to do, I'm so glad that I didn't do that. What do they do that you're so glad you... 
because it is just like I feel like probably too stressful as a job for me. I always assumed that like the people just stood there and talked with the mic. I didn't know they put together their own packages. I didn't know a lot of them are their own cameramen where they like set up the camera, right. they do it, they edit it, and they edit it in a uh, van, and then they send it to mm-hmm. the people. So those like little news things you see, that's literally all the, yeah. the anchor, and you really have to like you make terrible money and have to claw your way up and then move around everywhere and that's what i hated about the military is because you i you always just you i hated getting used to missing people that was the worst i want to lay down roots so i feel like i would have been miserable if i did that and like when you go to college for that and then you get your foot in the door at a news station you just have to keep climbing keep climbing oh, yeah. keep climbing what's and the next opportunity keep pushing for that next opportunity yeah. yeah i feel like i would have been miserable and i would have felt like it's too late to go back from doing that so i'm glad that, that didn't happen and then also i really wanted this job as a matchmaker in arizona right before i joined the military a, a matchmaker like for fights for love oh god it was this company <laughs> It was this company, and I went to, like, four different interviews, and I wanted it so bad. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted because I've seen a guy run across the street three different times. Oh. And I'm not sure what he's doing. Having a heart attack? I don't know what he's doing. I don't think heart attack victims really run. Well, (laughs) They typically lay down. He's trying to go get help. That's what I meant. No. Uh, Now he's on the phone in the middle of the— I don't want to see. In the median. Has, forgive us. This is something that hasn't had like, one other time. Has it happened here? Yeah, I think I was it about. Was yeah. it at the old folks' home, the memory yeah. lane? Yeah. And they keep looking at their phone, but I've seen them run in a circle. They were over there, ran. They were standing in the median on the other side of the road on the grass, and now they're maybe. God damn, uh, people maybe are the awesome. hot dog stand is out there, and he he's he left not and was sure. like, "Wait, no, yeah. I didn't get an email from Sam, <laughs> right? Letting us know she's um, psyched that she's uh, he's running again. Not a good runner. Not a good athletic." <laughs> he doesn't look like it. <laughs> like there's anybody. There. I'm sorry. So you were a matchmaker. Oh, no. I saw so I interviewed four times to be a matchmaker. And if I could have, like, clicked my heels at that time, I thought this would be the That's perfect. That's totally your road less travel. I thought that would be the perfect thing for me to do because, you know, those who cannot do teach, I was like, oh, I've never really been in love. And I thought that I'd be a, such a great matchmaker. And I lost the job to this old bitch, and I hated her face. Because, She's got more experience. Yes! That's literally what they told me. And I'm like, I can be professional. You had to wear heels every day. And like when I was going to all these different interviews, she was showing me the matchmaker I would have been replacing, was showing me, like, you. this is how you do it. You look at their physical attributes and then their goals, and, like, this is the way you match people up. And I was, I wanted it so bad, but they went with somebody else. And then after That's that... That's totally your road less traveled. I had no idea about that. Mm-mm. That's what I wanted. I'm so glad that didn't happen. But at the time, I was devastated. Like, really devastated. Yeah, that's totally and the road less traveled. All of my friends, too, when... Because uh, at first, I was going to go into the reserves, in the Navy reserves, but I couldn't get the communications job I wanted in the reserves. I didn't offer it. You had to be full-time. So I went to go into the reserves, and then I was like, oh, I don't want to be, you know, on some carrier waving traffic through or whatever i I only want to do this communications thing so i was like i'm not gonna go in the reserves try to get this matchmaking job and then like six months later is when i joined to go full-time yeah do you remember the moment that you like you were waiting for the phone call like hey you got it or hey you didn't uh they told me in person because i'd gone in four different times and i was working as the ceo's assistant and that third time they're like okay it's between you and this other woman we're gonna have you come back 
they like gave us these fake profiles for to see what we would do and who we would match up like yeah. out of curiosity. <laughs> and so I had stayed up the night before like Googling like what are the unspoken chemistry between two people, just trying to read as much as I could so that I could throw in sure, like prepare. keywords for the interview or something like to outshine the other person. And so it was like two hours long where this interview was. We went and talked to the person that ran the company and then the person that you'd be replacing. And then I sat in the room with the woman that got the job and then they called her in and then they called me and was like, sorry, we're going to go with the other person. And I was like, no. Did they say why? <laughs> Because she had more experience. Yeah. She was older than me. She's and older. I was But they like, give you a fake profile. How the fuck does that manage, measure anything? She, she knows. She they knows. did ask me if I'd ever been in love, and I was like, no. <laughs> I love love. <laughs> that so, doesn't, and that doesn't mean anything. I know plenty of people that, uh, that run banks that have no money. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that it was because she had more experience than me, and she'd been in love before, so she knew what to look for. And they asked me, like, what's the... Because they said, have you ever been in love before? And I was like, no. Like, well, what's the closest feeling that you've had to love? And I was like, my dad? Which probably wasn't a great answer, but that was the only man that I loved. It All was the matches you do are like for you. the woman's with like a really old man. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> looks like daddy's. But to be honest, that's what they want anyway. Those right. people aren't interested in fucking love. No, no, no they just was, want your money. It was super expensive for you to hire this matchmaking service and like everyone that... Like all the guys were sure. very wealthy, and the girls needed to be pretty, and it was like yeah, very like what you think a matchmaker would be. But I thought I would be so good at it, and I thought I'd get like so much fulfillment for like pairing people up. And I planned it in my head that I'd go to all these weddings of people that I matched up, and it was just going to be this wonderful. Like I was so far down the road. You should start <laughs> an online dating service. Boom, and okay. be that matchmaker now. You have a guy that knows computer stuff. That is true. It's not like oh, you got to sit in an yeah. office every day. But I like the job I have. I'm not telling you to quit. It's like a side hustle. Well, you know, who needs to Uber when you can just, you know, get people together? Uh, I've never, okay, I've never even really matchmaked people in my life. I've introduced two friends that got married, but they've been divorced now, so I feel like. <laughs> oh, that, that <laughs> has zero. To, that does zero. You're not a, you're not a, you don't see into the future, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you can't do that. All you are doing is, hey, I can tell two people that, that could hit it off. Yeah. I feel like I could see chemistry. If those people were really matchmakers, right, they'd be gazillionaires. Gazillionaires. Because who wants to get divorced? True. And also, like, I feel like this is what happens when in any life or like any of your life experience, you want your successes for other people. So I would try to look for the Jeff in a guy or the Sam in a girl to try to like What the recreate. fuck does that mean? Like What Jeff the fuck does that guy. mean? <laughs> What's the like, Jeff in a guy? What, what, is there an attribute there that I'm not aware of? No, like uh, I don't know how to explain this. Like the the instant chemistry I felt with Jeff from the very first time that I met him, I feel like I would try to recreate that for somebody else. How do you do that? That's the thing. Um by picking out characteristics of myself that I feel like flatter Jeff. And, like, how Jeff is very nerdy and um, very logical, and I'm very creative and not logical, very emotional. So I tried to find, like, things in other people that would, you know, like, coexist that way because I feel like so that's every, why he and I coexist so, so well. So every female that would come along, you would try to fit, pick the things that you have, and every male that came along, you try to pick the things that Jeff had and or hope the that opposite. they— w- or the opposite. Like if I found a girl that was very logical, numbery, like very, okay. you know, ABC. What do you do with the one that's very sporty 
and the one that is very um, domesticated? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just right. saying there's more than two attributes people have. Like, it fucking Sporty. runs the gamut. Yeah, like somebody that goes and works out all the time. Goes oh, I would actually up with somebody else that like to work out all the time. Yeah, right. but that you're doing the opposite in yours. Right. Yeah, but, but why does it not the opposite there? Well, because those are lifestyle choices. I feel like you need two people that work out because those are similar what they do all the time. You can't mm. have one lazy, you know, smoke weed every day guy mm-hmm. and then someone that likes to get up no offense. at six. Yeah, no offense, smoke <laughs> weed every day guy. I meant like not in a literal sense, like royal sense. Because you need someone that like matches up, you know, like that you hmm. could coexist together. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. People are like, "Hey, will you set me up with so and so?" I'm like, "Absolutely not." Oh set my god. Yourself up. So my physical therapist is awesome, and I love her, and I want so bad to find her her perfect somebody. Yeah. And what have I told you? Not to do it. Stay the fuck out of it. That's yeah, the best advice. I you just could want ever get. her to find love. Do you like be, be, her friendship? Yes. Then well, stay I mean, out I like it. her physical therapship. You yeah. don't like her as so a friend? So what happens when that relationship that you set up goes to hell and you got to go in for therapy? Well, now, I'll see you twice a week and it'll be real awkward. <laughs> I've had bad days where, like, I have not wanted to talk while I've gone in there mm-hmm. and, like, I'm in pain. Whatever it is that I have not wanted to do something. And it's uncomfortable. Like, it's yeah. not as easy as mm-hmm. when, you know, I'm in a talkative mood and I'll talk to you about stuff. That's why when so I go that to would be service. every time. I hate being friends with people I get service stuff from. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, yeah. like, I go to the dentist or I go to uh, get my hair cut. I don't want to talk. I just don't. Right. Most of the time, I just got done talking for four hours. I just heard you say the word dentist and I got stressed. Because <laughs> I haven't done haven't what I needed to do. Yeah, that's you, why. Because you booked your, yep. have you even picked up the phone? I told you what to do, right? Yeah, just, just call, call and, and have the talk conversation. Talk to them, introduce yourself and be like, yeah. all right, I'll try again next week. Yeah. Have you done that? No. But here's <laughs> the thing. Uh, Gimpy, you don't know this either. Yeah. I am deciding not to go to Cleveland anymore. And so I will trade. Give backstory for people that don't know. I was going to go to Cleveland where my friend lives from the Navy. By yourself. By myself, right. And I've not traveled by myself in five years, six years, longer than that. Yeah. And so I booked a ticket and paid the $30 insurance just in case. And I'm now deciding not to go. So I've got to get that money back. Because? But because I'm a chicken. And it's giving me anxiety, and I don't want to travel alone, and I'm scared to fly, and I've been having like very bad, ang- super bad anxiety, losing sleep over having to do this. So I just don't, I don't want to, I don't want the hassle. So since I am not doing something that I should be doing because I'm too scared, I will trade that for a dentist. Wow. Because I won't go. Yes. You okay. Can. You and, can hold and, me to that. And you're going to do this by, you're going to book it or make a call by when? By tomorrow. By tomorrow. And yeah. if you don't? I mean, I'll put my name in the wheel twice. Mm. Done. Right. I think that's fair. Me likey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how do we know? We need. How, how are we going to confirm that you make? Because we can't just take your word for it. No, that's true. Um, You're going to have to show us the phone on your phone, the recent call. Yes. And it has to be longer than? 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to have to be the unacceptable amount that it would take to book an appointment. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because we can't call them up that early in the morning and be like, hey. Fuck, I can't. Well, there ain't nobody going to be there. Well, then they open at 9. Oh, yeah. I guess we could, couldn't we? I, I, yeah, that's the only other I way I I believe you two of. will check up on me. I believe that. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, half of us will. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Gimpy, road less traveled. What was a time when you came to a, a fork in the road and you were like, I'm probably going to go this way? Uh, whew, fork in the road going this way. 
I know. It's a lot to think of because I've had a lot of forks in my road, right? There have been a lot of different paths, you know? If, if, if my parents wouldn't have done this, then I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah, but we're but, talking about one that was, mm-hmm. there was your a serious choice. possibility mm-hmm. that you were in control of that maybe was your backup plan. Mm-hmm. Or like another one for me was I was almost the program director of a radio station in Chicago. Yeah. I was almost the radio, the music director in San Diego at a radio yeah. station. Like those were close things that yeah. were within grasp that yeah. I backed away from. Yeah, when you're talking to a guy who literally flies by the seat of his pants every day there is no backup plan there is no thought there is no plan at all whatsoever it's just muddling through life and i don't mean it in the negative way that it sounds it is it's exactly how it is live life every day and um when i i got tired of working in the food industry and decided to move over to customer service and sales right so that's what i did with my life then and then uh that didn't work out back into the food industry i go because it's an easy job and it's what i know right so then just started fucking off getting drunk in in the drive through and fucking with people and people were like ah you got a good voice you need to be in the radio so that's when i went and i was like all right this is what I want to do. So if that's the fork in my so road. we have customers to thank for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so if that's the fork in the road, if I decided not, ah, radio's stupid. I don't want to fucking do that. Then I would have stuck in the food service industry or, you know, got stuck with sales or customer service. More than likely the latter half of that is sales customer service because that's where the money's at. Know what I mean? So, but... Earlier, you had said that you've had plenty of forks in the road, and now you're saying there aren't any. Well, you know, when I say forks in the road, it's like my parents, they moved us from California to Alabama, right? So if they would have stayed in California, there's no telling what would have happened there. You know what I mean? I moved when I was 10, right? And then living in Alabama, I could tell you if I was living in Alabama still, it'd be a shit job, probably working with uh, my uncle in 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 his lumber yard, right? Because he run a, a lumber mill. Or it'd probably be working for Marshall Durbin because that's where my grandpa worked, that's where my 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 uncle worked, that's where my you know my dad worked. So I probably most likely would have ended up there. And then they moved us out here when I was thirteen, right? So that's what I mean by there's like a lot of different forks in the road, but a lot of it wasn't under my control. So when I get eighteen, I'm I am my own adult. I'm just I'm just living L I V I N man, just living. Okay. Yeah. So no road less traveled for you. No man, not that I can think of. It's a fun game because you think about, especially like we get to hear all that stuff with Sam and, mm-hmm. and like a matchmaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not just wanted to be a matchmaker, mm-hmm. interviewed for a matchmaker. Right. Mm-hmm. Had my heart set. Was on it. Again, yeah. I pictured going to clients. I didn't have wedding. That's how far down the road I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if you're a matchmaker, do you get invited to a wedding? If, should you should you be invited? Oh yeah, like uh, Lindsay. I mean, she's my friend anyways, but she's the one that introduced Jeff and I. And even if I wasn't friends with her, I would invite her based purely because you introduced us. That's fair. I, but I'm talking like a ma- like somebody you paid a matchmaker. Yeah, I still would. Yeah. Just like you send your gynecologist a you know baby card. Right. A baby card? What's a baby card? Are, what are those? I see them all over my gyno's office. Oh, uh, birth announcements? Yeah. No, 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 not birth announcements. Like the Christmas cards with the babies in them. Yeah, you mean a Christmas card? Yeah, but they all, all of them. Yeah. All of them. It's are, called a birth announcement. No, this is not that. It is like, hey, we welcome so and so. They were this pounds, this many ounces. Uh, yeah, we didn't do Google that, so birth announcement. Well, I'm just picturing what's on my doctor's wall. Because you, why would you send that to your gynecologist? They the were there. The exact reason you were, were talking about it, like mm-hmm. that's they they provided the means to have a child. Ooh, maybe this is it. 
Yeah, maybe that is it. Yeah, it's a birth announcement. You, it's something you're, quote, supposed to do. Really? Ah. Is, is that like, it's that's like supposed to like push gifts? It's like a hold to? the date. Yeah, okay. it's like a hold the date for getting married. Like, right. I don't know if you fucking need to do that. Yeah, I, we didn't do that with any of the kids. Any three of them. And we didn't send nothing out to the, to the doctor that birthed them. I don't know them. if we did. Mm-hmm. Well, you sent it out to everybody. You sent it out to your friends when you sent out a Christmas card of like, little oh, Abigail's here. Uh, we didn't even do that. We didn't even do that. It was like, uh, hey, we're having a baby. And people show up at the hospital or whatever. Or, you know, stop by the house there uh, shortly after we get home. But we didn't send out cards. We didn't send out. They didn't have the social media back then. Sorry, I wrote north instead of birth. Mm. Um, I don't think we did. I think we did, like, when Ava was born, she was born in November, so we, we just kind of incorporated it into a Christmas card. Mm-hmm. And Scarlett was born in July, so we just did a Christmas card. I think we just put it on there, too. How long do you save Christmas cards for? Depends. Who you talking to? December 26th? You talking to you or you okay. talking to like one of well, us? Well, because when Jeff and I, whatever, last weekend or two weekends ago, super cleaned our house, like on the side, because our refrigerator isn't, the front's not magnetized, just the two sides are. Mm. And so I found a ton of Christmas cards that were over there, and I was like, I don't want to throw these out. They were yours. To be fair, it's not magnetized. It you is magnetized. You just can't put a magnet on it. Because it's not metal. Oh, Magnetized. Yeah. Yeah. There's a certain the magnets don't stick to the the, the front only on yeah, the sides. Yeah, because it's not metal. Yeah. Oh. There's not a little device probably inside steel? that. You it's know. probably stainless steel. Mm-hmm. Steel isn't metal. Stainless steel. Yeah. Isn't. There's it only is metal, but it's not. Not all metals are magnetable. Okay, think about that. Nickel isn't a magnetable <laughs> metal. <laughs> I just blew her fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know. That's all she heard. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, most of the conversations we have with Sam is this. <laughs> she knows how we feel. Right. That's true. Uh, I, Anyways, I didn't want to throw away your Christmas cards. That was the point. Why? I don't give a shit. I just, I don't know, I feel guilty because um, one of them was Scarlet's and she was so little and now she's not. What are so. you holding them for? Because we I, keep everyone. It makes me feel more we, homey. We co- we've kept everyone. There are some people mm-hmm. that keep Christmas cards, like pick from the ones they get that think that are the most cute or fa- like what you're saying and frame them and put them out at Christmas. Oh, that's cute. No. It's a little weird. I just weird. poured them up on my refrigerator. It's a fucking weird. It makes it it makes it feel more homey that like, oh, I have friends that send me Christmas yes, cards. When, and some people do that is they keep them so when they have Christmas every year, they put them around the house to make it look like they got a ton of fucking Christmas cards. Even mm. though it says 1997. Yes. Here we Which are. is what it, whether you do that or buy some fake person that apparently lives in the North Pole and puts it up, what's the fucking difference? True. It's all a, f- a fraud, a fraud, and a, a like farce. two months before my dad died, I threw out a bunch of cards that he gave me because I was like, "Get rid of stuff. He's gonna give me more. It's fine." And then we didn't have another one, yeah. so I feel super guilt throwing any of that stuff away now. I get you. I, I feel guilt throwing away birthday cards and Father Day cards, and I literally don't fucking care. Yeah. I like them when I get them and read them, but how how long am I supposed to hold on to those? You stick them in a drawer until the drawer gets full, and then you're like, "Fuck it." Dump him out. There we go. The only thing I've kept that I'm like I will nope. keep is notes from my wife and cards from my good. wife. And she good. writes sweet notes, sweet notes in them. 
I keep stupid little shit that the kids give me, like a bag of teeth or one. Technically, they didn't give those to you. You took them. I, I did. Snatched them up, <laughs> bitch. Here's took a them right out from underneath their pillow. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like there was when my boy, when my oldest boy, he's 17 now. When he was six, he come up and hands me two pieces of bark and a flattened fucking beer cap and said, "It's it's a uh, bacon and eggs and." Handed it to me. I was like, oh, that's awesome, dude. Thanks. And I put it in my toolbox, still in the toolbox to this day. So but it is keeps that stupid weird shit? Yeah, like here's that. the thing, though. Is mm-hmm. that keeping it or not cleaning it out? Because no. those are two completely different things. No, there's been plenty of times that I've like cleaned out my toolbox, right? And I see that and I'm like, nah, you, you're going to stay right, right. there with bacon and eggs. One could argue the toolbox is not a place to keep things other than toys. That is a <laughs> well, toolbox, not toy. Or toy. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm sorry. Uh, other than tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually you keep things of momento and importance somewhere other than, uh, somewhere other than a Absolutely. toolbox. Absolutely. But if you spend a lot of time in the garage working on shit, you know, that's. That's where that stuff goes. So I'm a man. Yeah. Right. right. Man things. Man, man things. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> bottle caps. Uh, all right. So uh, we've got um, the uh, final push to get your name in if you want the personalized stuff for Fairway to Hell. That's right. Labor Day. Labor Day itself is, it was like uh, the 5th, September 5th. Labor Day? Yeah. On no, Monday? Second. Yeah, the Monday. Second. Yeah, on Monday. You got this coming Monday. Monday. Yeah. So if you're listening now, get down a basket case, 21st Memorial. Get yeah, your personalized players. If you listen from out of town, you might want to think about being a part of it. You don't have to go in. No, if you, you live in out of town, you can call Basket Case. Call them up. Hey, I want to register for Fairway to Hell Three. They'll take your information. They'll get you all taken care of. They'll get your personalized players pack. Boom. That easy. And you can plan to be in town for the uh, the tournament. So, yeah. uh, you guys have a great week. We love you, and see you later. Love you. Bye. Uh, bye.